We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. RG Chat, we switched over to Discord. Now, in order to participate, click the link on the orange box above the chat window. If you already have a Discord account, simply log in. If not, you need to create an account here and then click Authorize. Once you've logged into Discord, before you can send your first message, you'll be prompted to click Authorize one more time. After that, you're all set. It's that simple. Sign up today and we'll see you in the chat.
What's going on, everybody? Happy Sunday, and welcome to the Fantasy Draft Morning Wood on Rotor. I'm Eric Crane. I'm joined, of course, as I am every single Sunday morning. We got Big T. We got Hoop. And uh, I got to let you guys know that if you guys are trying to get into the Discord chat, we're having a little bit of an issue on Roto Grinders. So, Hoop, you are a man of the people. That's just who you are. Yep. You're hanging out in the old YouTube chat, aren't you, today? Yeah, I've got some great questions going on in the YouTube chat. Uh, they don't really apply to this Sunday slate versus Priest Holmes. That's a pretty good question, but it has to be Tomlinson, right? Uh, it's definitely LT. Like, to me, hey. I, I mean, I, and I like Priest Holmes as much as the next guy, especially with that weather, but I'm still rolling <laughs> with Ian Tomlinson. Yeah, Tomlinson, man, that, tough to beat Tomlinson. I mean, some of those numbers just been incredible as of late. I mean, you got to roll Tomlinson, right, Tony? Maybe, pre, maybe Priest Holmes and GPPs? I mean, Priest had a few good years in there. Like, it depends on what year. We're, are we in, like, 99 or 2001? Like, what year are we back into? 19, 2019. Who you got this week? <laughs> oh, this year, oh, Priest, <laughs> Priest might not even still be alive. He liked it. He liked the old nose candy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why he didn't last too long. All right, well, Hoop's hanging out in the YouTube chat, Discord. It is down right now. I'm actually hanging out on the Discord app. So if you guys want to chat with me over there, I'm hanging out on the Discord app. Hoop is hanging out on YouTube. And, of course, I want to thank everybody for checking out on YouTube. Check us out on rotogrinders.com. If you are chatting with Hoop right now on the old YouTube page, click like, click subscribe, and comment saying, Hoop, why aren't you doing a shirtless cannonball again? That's what I want you guys to say in the comments. <laughs> also, before we jump into this slide, I want to thank some people for rocking the Rotogrinders badge. We got Enix, Dead Fish, All Day 216, Sports Guy Riddle and Don EMS. I'm disappointed we don't have any really dumb names right now. Those are all reasonable names. So we need to get Devin next time. I need to get some really absurd names. Like, yeah, I'm looking at the names for the next show. Those aren't even weird. Like, we need to get the weird names coming back. And also, uh, Lineup HQ Express on the Roto Grinders app. It's free today. That's pretty, uh, pretty awesome. So make sure you check that out. And of course, you're going to be building lines for today's slate. And Hoop, what are you doing over there, man? Look, big T's, big T's, joined the YouTube chat. I'm happy to see him in there. Oh no, I don't. I don't have the YouTube chat open. Got a man going in the YouTube chat. Things are popping We're off. Both making fun of Hoop. It's it's great time. <laughs> I feel left out. Everybody is. Uh, everybody's hanging out in the YouTube. I'm not there right now. I tried to get it up before the show. My, you know, obviously, I'm back in my hotel life and. Uh, yeah, I got. I yeah, speaking of that, I mean, look at this. I'm mean, the, on the road. Be, on the road like, again. On the road again geez, for the NFL at least he's Sunday. Not in the car, though. That's true. <laughs> you want me to get? I can jump out. We'll just go down. I carry the laptop down the. Uh, down no, the please no, please no. We got we got no hockey hat. We're in a hotel. I mean, it's actually a pretty good trade off. I I I take hotel every week over the hockey hat. Oh, I would take any. I take the car over the hockey hat. Yeah, I think I agree. You guys are straight loss at the hockey hat is money, but I I can only pack one hat. I'm up in uh, Chicago. I can only pack one hat. What does that even mean? <laughs> That's you the best thing I've ever you heard. A purse is your suitcase. <laughs> I'm going hatless today. Screw you. I can only pack one hat. You just said. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. I don't no know. Way. Of saying. all things, you can only pack one of. It's a hat. <laughs> it's a hat. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fair point. How does YouTube chat feel about this? Is YouTube chat looking at me like when they catch up? <laughs> we'll let you know what's up. I understand. Oh man, actually, people in the YouTube chat love love the group. Big T, 
Big T and Hoop equal Jordan and Kobe. I'll take so that. Even Big the, T and Mike P equal Mike P. <laughs> Mike P. That's pretty. I'll take that. I'll be. I mean, I'll even let you be Jordan there. I'll take I don't, Kobe. What if I don't want to be Jordan. Actually, right. I do in that scenario. All right. How, how am, I just, am I just getting left out? I, well, because you're not in the chat. So they, they haven't they seen you take your hat off yet. We're a little behind. Right, I'm taking the hat off. Like It keeps getting pushed up on the if you get If you get in the YouTube chat, they'll give you an NBA comparison. So far, so good. Like I'll, I'll you take could be either. like Kukoc or something. Nobody wants to be Tony Kukoc. I mean, Tony and I just got compared to the two best NBA players of all time. I mean, can't we be. We like this YouTube. YouTube is going good. Yeah, <laughs> these are your people, man. Found our, uh, found our people. Yep. Well, YouTube chat, Discord chat, no matter where you're watching. Uh, also, I want you guys to check out. Over oh, they, they just caught up to the hat stuff. They said, uh, "Let's see." They said, "Put the hat back on." Seriously, one hat. <laughs> I mean, man, and then you just got you just got compared to trailer too, and actually got a Dennis Schroeder. That's not bad. Man, it's Gun called bad. him out. I think we need a one-on-one at the party this year. Who is Mangone? Yeah, yeah, you got to be able to take Mangone. I mean, the thing is, Mangone would never get a rebound. You're a white. They said you're a white Mark Ingram. Yeah, helicopter, helicopter. We know. Uh, <laughs> Ingram's there. Um, all right, guys. Before we jump into the play, I want to let you. Know, I don't even want to know. Check out a uh, check out Fantasy Draft because they've got their two hundred thousand dollar guaranteed Hooters main event. If you want to play some rake free DFS? Fantasy Draft is the place to be. Only fourteen hundred spots left in that contest. It's sixty six hundred of eight thousand full right now, and that thing is going to fill early. So, I know you guys are watching. I know you guys are hanging out in the old YouTube chat. Jump on over to Fantasy Draft though, and make sure you reserve those spots because that contest is going to fill quick and uh of course it's going to be filling with today's nfl slate and of course it's uh even though we had even though we had a full thanksgiving slate no more buys so we got all the teams in action and uh tony kind of give me the big view of the slate yeah it's nice i mean everyone loves the thanksgiving slate we kind of focus all week on the thanksgiving slate too because obviously it's one of the funnest slates to play all year so i don't think people look at the main slate till later in the week like I usually do anyways but a lot of people get behind and I don't know I think the edge might be a little bigger this week because no one even looked at anything until Friday or Saturday so I'm used to doing that I think other people are used to looking at it all week Tony's back in his element and uh when do you start your research for uh, I'm I'm with Tony I'm I don't I don't really start – like, I'll, I look at some random things, but I don't really start making – like, looking at actual prices and lineups till like, Saturday what, night. Luke, what do people look at all week? Or, or oh, cream? you got the dude that used like, to work for Roto-Grinders that uh, – what, what, who is that? That said they do 80 hours a week. Uh, Jay start, would do, like, 130 80, a week. Start the 80 hours. He that's, does 80 that's, hours. That's, like, that's crazy. Come on. Like, well, yeah, what could you possibly look at? I, mean, I, I don't know. It's like those, some of these guys put in just, like, a ton of work. And what do they look at, though? Yeah. I don't understand. I think it's a lie to be honest, but uh, if it's not, then they got problems. Like, what do you look at? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, You're, like, uh, looking at each lineman versus lineman the whole time? I don't understand. <laughs> See, like, to me, I've got the show on Wednesday night, so I've got to look. Like, I look at three games on Wednesday. Thursday, I look at a few games because I got the Friday morning show. And so I, I feel like I have to look at stuff early. That's the problem. You do content, like, you, you do, like, one show a week. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I have nothing. <laughs> a good show, though. It is, yeah, really but it's the best show. I mean, best show ever created by far. It, so I mean, it it's super. Yeah. That's a very important. Everybody, um, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a late, late week starter. So especially when NBA starts, like I'm focused on NBA. So um, yeah, usually Saturday night. All right. Look at hoopjas. Like Saturday night gets like mid six figures in play and just practice. let it go. Time, time to roll. All right. Um, well, Hoop, I'm glad you finally got your research in 12 hours ago. And uh, we're well, that's, assuming, that's assuming I got things started last night. This might be it right here. This might be the, the, the first go around. Hey, I'm just glad you're here. Hey, but it's this. easy, though. When you get to hop on a show with, with you two guys, like I get all, all the information and research I need within an hour. Like you guys give me all the winners. So it's, I mean, it's easy. That is also Dean's strategy, as we know. We know Dean, <laughs> he's watching this show right now, so he yeah. can uh, steal stuff for his next show. That's just how it rolls over here. With yeah, so for the Wood Recap Show, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go and jump into this slate. We got Tampa at Jacksonville, 46.5-point total. Tampa, 2.5-point favorites on the road. And, uh, you know, Tony, this is a game that a lot of people love, despite the total not being kind of through the roof. James is going to be popular today. I think Nick Foles is going to be popular. Of course, we like the pass catchers here. Um, Tony, is there anything in this game for you that really stands out? Uh, I mean, first first of all, like Jacksonville has got just pounded three straight weeks, right? Like they've, they've like completely fallen apart. So I'm a little worried. I mean, the total opened at 49. It's down to 46 and a half. We're going to see a lot of totals dropping today too with this weather. So I know a lot of people are like, weather doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. If these totals start dropping, I definitely take notice. And they're dropping, man. Like the Kansas City games just drop, like free falling. So we'll get to that later. But, yeah, I mean, this game, a lot of people are going to be on foals just because the receivers are cheap too. It's a pretty good spot. Chark's in a great spot. I mean, Chark's priced up, but he's a great spot. The other guys are cheap. I don't know. Like I don't think I like this game as much as other people, but – it definitely has. I mean, like the the full stack is perfect in tournaments because it just fits. Like you can play two receivers with them. You can run it back with one of the Tampa Bay receivers. It's just how how people build teams. So I don't know. I don't I don't love it, but it, it's obviously okay. See, that's kind of how I feel too. Like it makes sense, but I don't necessarily love it. People are going to want to play Nick Foles. I hate playing guys like this because he has three viable receivers. Plus, we know Leonard Fournette's going to get a ton of work. So it's tough to believe that. Two of these receivers can go off. Is it Shark? Is it Didi? Is it Conley? I don't know. I don't. I really just don't have an answer. So, like, if you want to play that roulette game, knock yourself out. I won't be doing it. And on the other side, of course, we got Evans and Godwin. I mean, flip a coin. You know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know which one's going to go off. Who? Do you have any preferences in this game? Man, I think this is like a perfect game for for guys like you. For both of you guys, actually, it's like. If you it's know, perfect, it does. Yeah, it's like perfect. You know either Godwin or Evans is going to go off. Like one of those two is going to have a massive game. And then on the other side with the Jaguars, like Tony said, yeah, they've been getting blown out, but they're playing their guys all the way till the end. Like they got blown out last week and Fournette still managed to go freaking bonkers because they're down 20 and he's still playing with like two minutes to go in the fourth quarter, which is what you want. So even if they do get blown out, which, I mean, the spread doesn't indicate that whatsoever. Like their guys are going to be in there till the end. Uh, you beat you beat the Bucks by passing the ball, and that brings all those guys in play. Yeah, it's kind of hard because they have, you know, a few viable receivers. But if you're building multiple lineups, it's easy to get exposure to all of them. Um, Fournette catching a ton of passes, so, so you know you can lock in a running back spot. I think this is just like a perfect game for tournaments. Yeah, a couple guys are going to bust. Yeah, probably you know Evans or Godwin will disappoint while the other one goes off. You know, between Shark, Westbrook, Conley, two of them will probably have pretty solid games. One will bust, but if you're making a lot of lineups, 
um, you can get exposure to all of them and you yeah. get the running back, like I said, with Fournette. Well, you mentioned Fournette, and he's facing a matchup here. Tampa Bay, number one DVOA against the run, number two DVOA as far as pass catching running backs. The matchup is brutal here. I understand it from a volume standpoint. Tony, what are you doing with Fournette? Yeah, I don't think I'm playing Fournette. I just don't play running backs really against Tampa. And running back, I feel like it's pretty easy today. It's not like last week where I was struggling with running back. I only like like four or five running backs today, and Fournette isn't one of them. I mean, he's fine. He gets a ton of volume. Like, sure, I, I bet I'm sure Hoop has some interest because of the volume, but I don't know. I just don't like playing running backs against Tampa. I, I really don't. I just don't. I don't like the Jacksonville running game today when you can just play Foles in these pass catchers. I think Fournette Fournette's going to at least get a little bit of ownership though, just because of the volume. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at projected ownership of 21% over in fantasy drafts. So, you're going to be getting some ownership. I just – I don't know. I just don't love it. All right, let's talk about Green Bay at the Giants. 44.5-point total. Green Bay, 6.5-point favorites on the road. And, Hoop, I'm going to start with you here because Aaron Rodgers, he has sucked. The Giants are without basically everybody. Sterling Shepard's going to be back in the slot in this one. A lot of people are going to go there. I think he's a good play. What do you think about the guys in this game, Hoop? Yeah, I think it's it's a pretty clear-cut uh, game for me in terms of, like, guys I want to target, just two of them. It's Devontae Adams and it's Sterling Shepard. And outside of that, I have no interest in, in anyone else. I mean, I'm not a big, like, weather, DFS, NFL guy. Like, I, I, I think it's blown out of proportion in most cases. Um, and that's the case for this slate. Like, I'll, I'll factor in wet weather a lot less than probably everyone else out there today. Unless the totals start free falling, like Tony said, and some they of them all are though. They're all free yeah, falling. but still though, even like yeah, I, I you know three what 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 are the most that come down like three points or so? That's a that's that's huge, a, though, it's a big shift. I mean, but who knows? Is that just people overreacting to the potential weather? I don't know. I mean, I just don't see. I, I haven't. So seen many times though with the weather, you see the line not move too. Where I don't know. It's fine. I mean, it can go both ways. I don't know. Yeah. Like I haven't seen concrete evidence where it says, "All right, well, you know, if it's the the one spot, I worry." is high winds, like super high winds. And it, it's not the 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. It's like the 30 to 40 mile an hour winds. That's when I'll start factoring in. And I don't know if I necessarily see that on the slate. The one guy, actually, there's one guy I said, you know what, I'm going to let weather dictate whether or not I play him. And he is in this game. And that's Saquon Barkley. I don't know if you guys remember a few weeks ago when they played in the rain and him and Evan Ingram look like they've never seen a raindrop. Did you guys remember that game? No, yeah, that was when you hit him and he got you one yard. Yeah, he got it was the guy. He got one yard. He was dropping him and Ingram were dropping every pass. That was the, the week where Ingram was uh, gloves on, gloves off, gloves on, gloves off, and he dropped like absolutely everything. Barkley was dropping passes like he looked terrible in in the weather. So I will I will be off Barkley one hundred percent today for that reason. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I'm off him. <laughs> I mean, I like Barkley today. Like, I'm going to play. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, like, right. what week I, was that? Actually, Tony, you remember what I'm talking about, right? I just, yeah. I mean, Barkley. Barkley. The Ooh. price is down, and it makes it tempting on him. But, man, like, I cannot he get that big. been good, though. Yeah. Like, like I, I need to see something from I him. I think he's still hurt. Like, so what's playing him for, then? I mean, because, because maybe he's not. Because, like, I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't mind it. Dude, I don't mind rolling the dice on a guy like Saquon. I'm not saying I'm going to be all in on him, but I don't hate him in a few lineups. Tony, you know, you mentioned you like some running backs. I assume that none of them are in this game. I always like Jamal Williams a little bit. He's not in that group I, I talked about. Like the, this makes you money on showdown slates. 
<laughs> that is one of the reasons I, I've played him all. I played him all year though. Like I honestly think he's just as good as Aaron Jones, but hasn't got yeah. the touchdowns, and he's way cheaper. Like he's forty five hundred on DraftKings. He's not in that group, but I mean, if I'm playing one hundred and fifty, I'm going to play a little bit of Jamal Williams in there. And yeah, I don't know. I think it's just Devonte and Sterling Shepard in this game, and I'm going to keep an eye on that on that total though. If it keeps dropping. It's supposed to be like snowy here, right? Like, I don't know. I worry about the weather more than more than who. But I hear everyone. That's like the take everyone has now, though. Is I don't worry about the weather. No, like, it's I hear not. Everyone's no, panicked. no, no. That's like the total everyone. no. Everyone's panics <laughs> panics about the weather. You know that. Come on. If I see a total drop Come four on. points, like I'm going to take that's a terrible take, Tony. You know that everyone freaks out about everything. Ooh. Like they're fr- they're fr- everybody is going to panic about the weather. Watch for the next three hours. Well, yeah, hours if the totals are dropping four or five. No, points, not even if they be. stay the same. That's always been your your argument about well, that's the totals, what I which said. I get. Like I get yeah. that, but you know, people people. So when they stay the same, I do say that. I say people are going to panic and overreact to the weather. You know that's the case. I mean, this game's down to this game just dropped. It's dropped. I'm saying, regardless, you look at that stuff. I'll look at that stuff. Most people are going to panic because they see 100% precipitation throughout this game. You know, they're not going to panic whether or not the totals drop in. You know that. Just agree with me and let's move on. I mean, I agree with that point that they panic, but the total is dropping, though, is the problem. That's what I'm saying. But my my point is, most people are going to panic regardless. They panic no matter what. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Jets and Bengals because we are contractually obligated to do so. It's 42.5 point total. The Jets, three-point favorites on the road. And, you know, I say we're only talking about this because we're contractually obligated to do so. But I kind of have a little bit of interest. Oh, boy, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. In Andy Dalton. He is cheap. He's like going to be the chalkiest quarterback. Is this your take like we used to – you guys always make no. fun of my low total. Dude, I, we, Tony, this I is your low-owned guy that you're firing thought, this week, Andy Dalton, the chalk of the slate. I thought he was going to be chalky, and I've, I've looked around the industry. He's just not going to be, man. No, he's like, – oh, I mean, the quarterbacks are always 10 to 20, like we say, but he's going to be in that bucket. Like, people are going to play Andy Dalton. He's 4,700. Yeah, but a lot of people would rather go to Foles. People, Lamar's going to be popular. Like, it's just – I don't know. Maybe not. Anyways, okay, so, Tony, you got a strong feeling. What do you think about Dalton? I just – I mean, yeah, I think the, the Bengals are like a, a freebie, a layup this week. Like, you got – you can play Dalton, Boyd, who's still too cheap, Tate. These guys are free. <laughs> and if you want to play McCaffrey, which I do, they just fit. And the Jets – the Jets have scored, like, what was the stat? Like, 35-plus, like, three or four straight weeks. This game could easily shoot out. Yeah, and if you look at back when Dalton was playing, he was peppering Tyler Boyd with targets. I, Boyd is the obvious pairing here. Oop, are you in on Andy Dalton today? Yeah, I like him. I mean, there, there's only a few quarterbacks I'm looking to play this week, and uh, he's definitely one of them. I mean, he was for fantasy purposes, he was fine before he got benched. Like, he was putting up fine numbers. Uh, way more competent than the other dude they're rolling out there. And that brings my, my favorite wide receiver back in play, Mr. Boyd. Um, just too cheap. I mean, Dalton Dalton's going to pepper him. And, uh, you know, 10, 10, uh, 10 targets, I think, is not out of the question here. And the price is just too cheap. I, I'm fine with some of these other guys, too, like uh, Tate, Erickson. Like, I, I'd potentially roll them, too. Just agree with what Tony said. Like, you're going to want to play McCaffrey here. And uh, if you want to play McCaffrey, you're going to have to find some cheap guys. And I think this is a perfect spot for it. Well, and on the other side, if you want to, like, I mean, if you're looking to run it back, of course, 
Oh, Hoop, I've got, I'm also, we have to talk every week about your boy Demarius. Are we playing Demarius? It's funny, I keep talking about him, I don't play him. I need to start playing him. Didn't he do well uh, last uh, week? We're going to get mad. What did he do he's last week? Oh, I don't think he did. Wait, yeah, no, not a good It was week. a few weeks ago, he got one, I think. Yeah. Maybe he did last week. <laughs> yeah. At least, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, maybe. Actually, there's not a ton of, like, super cheap wide receivers, so he's fine. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I mean, big, big touchdown upside for him. Le'Veon Bell's an interesting one. I mean, it's an ideal matchup here against the Bengals. What do you guys think? I mean, I think that Le'Veon is just like, I just question the upside. Tony, are you playing Le'Veon? God, he's like, he's been the, my nemesis all year, I think, where, like, he's been so terrible the last, like, month, it feels like. But then I look at his box scores and he got 20, 16, 17, 15. Like, that's not great. It might not see upside, but, like, I feel like he's been way worse than those numbers. And he plays the Bengals, who are just so terrible. So I definitely am going to have some left bell on DK. I don't know about on Fandle where I like the PPR with him because he catches so many of those little dump offs or at least should catch some of those dump offs. So Yeah, I mean, he's 14-5 over on Fantasy Draft. That is a perfectly reasonable price tag on him. Um, these pass catchers, I am sobby for Robbie now. I'm no longer throbby for Robbie. Um, there he is. <laughs> uh, Jamison Crowder. Yeah, I don't know. Hoop, it's just tough for me to get excited about any of these receivers. I mean, I can play some Le'Veon. That's really – but the problem is, too, like, Le'Veon snaps have started going down. Like, Yeah, that's a, con- that's a big concern. Yeah, like, they're trying to get Bilal Powell involved for reasons I don't necessarily understand. So, like, yeah. ugh, I don't know. I'm struggling to play Le'Veon Bell, even though, you know, even though the Jets, they're favored in this game, I still struggle to see anybody I'm in love with. Tony is just so terrible, like – so terrible. Yeah. And yeah, there are And another, I mean, another thing with Dalton, you have to imagine from a mental standpoint, like he's going to, you know, they benched him. That's, that's insulting. He's going to want to come out and, and make some things happen. I, I think that's he's just kind of crush. I think I really do. Yeah. I mean, it's just human nature. Like that, that had to be a huge insult to him that, you know, they benched him. He's going to come back. He's going to want to prove something. So, that, you I know, mean, that's, that's important this time of year. You know how much it would suck to get benched for Ryan Finley? Oh, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's got to be a huge motivating factor. I mean, the, he, he's gonna. Yeah, I, I, he I was like legit pissed. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't Ryan, rightfully he, so. You heard him talking about it. Like, what's he supposed to do with that team? I mean, they're all. I mean, just a dead team right from the beginning. Like, yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna ball today. Yeah, right, he's got just go. such a good clear path to targets too, like with Boyd, Tate, Erickson, like you said. Good matchup. I, Jets defense has been good against the run. Like you know, they're gonna have to yeah. pass it here. Yeah, I like him a little bit more now after talking to talking to my boys here. All right, Titans at Colts, forty-two and a half point total. Indianapolis, one point favorite at home. And you know, we were talking about weather all day and how we don't like some games because the total is just free falling. Tony, here we have a game that's in a dome, no weather concerns, and yet I don't have a lot of interest here. T.Y. Hilton, he's still out. I mean, maybe we roll the dice. I don't hate rolling dice on a guy like Zach Pascal or Paris Campbell, but Jonathan Williams, I guess, is fine. We know they're going to feed him. Tony, what do you think about this game? Because I'm very lukewarm on it. Yeah, I, I am the same way. I mean, it's a low total. It's just one of those games that you don't really see a path to shoot out where – Jonathan Jonathan Williams has looked really freaking good the last two weeks is the thing, though. Like, everybody's talking about, oh, maybe these scrub guys steal carries from him. If he gets in a good game script today where they get the lead, he's got a chance to have a big game. He's looked really good. But the downside to him, if they somehow get down, he's probably not going to get as much work. They'll go to Hines or whatever the dude's name is. But 
I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to play these receivers. I don't. Pascal isn't even that cheap. I mean, he's cheap, but he's not like crazy cheap where you're excited to play him. I don't know. This game, no one's going to play Henry, right? Your boy Henry. I, I, I don't know. Eh, yeah, no, nobody's going to play him. I'm not in love with him, though. I, yeah. Who? Do you have any interest in this game at all? Actually, Doyle. Is, um, Doyle's the yeah, chalk Doyle's, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about Doyle. Yeah. yeah see, I don't know how. I mean. If if they, you don't get that Rams uh, cheap dude, yeah, I think you'd be super popular. I think most people just go all. Can we down. play both this week or no? No, oh. they're so it. cheap. I don't hate. I mean, yeah. uh, I don't know. Never. They're both like, yeah. I mean, the the, the one to. I mean, the 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 Colts wide receivers like these cheap Colts wide receivers. Has one ever gotten there? Like, has it ever happened? I don't think they have ever. Has it ever happened? What was the guy that, that you and CS, oh, CSU were he taking your pants off for? Yeah. Is he done? He's placed for someone else and got a zero again. I think, <laughs> Even better. I, I really don't hate Paris Campbell today. I mean, these guys never get there. Well, like, I, never. No, I, get, I get it, man. But, like, this is a guy who big playability. We know the Titans can get beat deep by these receivers. Yeah. Zach Pascal, I don't know if I want to pay the price on him, but Paris Campbell's a guy that, at a min price at wide receiver, I mean, he's got 15-point upside. That's not well, I will say, I am looking at the. I'm not saying, like, it for, for a reason I'm not playing them. Like, I'm looking at these guys. It's just annoying to know that, like, if you roster them, like, you're likely going to have under five fantasy points. Just there's literally a 0% chance who plays one of these receivers. Don't uh, I don't know. No, there's it, a, it's I'll a, go on record. There's a 0% chance you play them. It's, it's greater than zero. I can tell you no, that. No, it's not. It's greater it's than no zero. Uh, but Jonathan 0% Williams. chance. Like, Jonathan Williams, though. Like that That's a running right. back. No, no, I, I'm moving oh. on. I'm moving on. I'm moving on yeah. from the wide receiver. But that's like that workload. Like if they if they're in the, in the game, like that is that's a workload that he's uh, good, man. What do you say, six to midnight? We can go six yeah. to midnight if he gets his if he gets that with that workload. And he looked I good. Like to Roto Wear Roto Wear is going to make me a shirt that says six to midnight. Six to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. That's a six. To, he's a six to midnight play. Like I mean, a guy that could in the right game script upper twenties in terms of t- uh, touches. That's that's elite level, and uh, Titans. I mean, Leonard Fournette thrashed him pretty good last week, so uh, I don't mind Williams. And then Derek, Derek Henry for tournaments. I mean, he's established himself as just a big game guy, and uh, the price is up there. People won't play him. Uh, I think a strong tournament play. I gotta ask you guys, how's the YouTube chat treating you? Yeah, Somebody YouTube just keeps throwing. Ch- they just keep typing Dean in there. We got Dean. Yeah, guys. someone Dean's. Uh, uh, oh, see, the, uh, Devin just. Block that guy. Whatever. Like, let's get rid of the. Why does this dude just keep typing Dean? Like, yeah, oh, Dean, I know. Dean's it's, got it's, multiple it's, hacker it's, accounts. It's like, keeps rooting for Dean because I don't know. He has poor taste. I guess I don't understand. <laughs> but uh, imagine just going in YouTube chat and just typing Dean. Like, what what's going on with your life? That's. I mean, that's not a good life. It doesn't sound good yeah. to me. I mean, it's, the YouTube chat was such a good thing until Shawnee Mac got involved, and yeah, it's the same. He's, dude, he's getting people. He's getting people like other people involved in the Dean thing. Like now, there's like four people typing Dean. I mean, that's just um, I ruin a good thing, folks. Yeah, that is definitely ruining a good time. That is not six to midnight, as we like to say here on the morning wood. But if you are watched on YouTube chat, click like. <laughs> I just got a text that said, "Imagine playing someone named. Imagine playing a dude named Paris." <laughs> whatever screw you <laughs> all right let's talk washington and carolina 38 and a half point total carolina nine and a half point favorites at home and hey guys do we like christian mccaffrey today i think so i think yeah. he's a strong play 
Yes, he's he's one of them good there football players. Um, I learned my was it last week I learned my lesson when we said to fade him and he got like forty week, again. Every week <laughs> yeah. lesson. If we, we said it though, <laughs> we said it. It was going to happen, and it did. Well, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna just play Christian McCaffrey this. It week. was tough last week. It just wasn't like the the value just was, and there's not much there to to be able to get him. Um, but I think this week people are going to make sure they get him, and rightfully so. I mean, just a, a perfect spot, perfect spot. I'm going to get him. I guarantee that. The one, yeah. one guy I'll tell you that, like, still is, just doesn't get enough love week in and week out is DJ Moore. Like, yeah. DJ Moore is legitimately an elite wide receiver. And uh, this week, no one's talking about it. I think he's, I think he's such a good tournament play. Like, ownership should be low. And, like, he's been consistently good, which is something, you know, we, we'd think would, would drive ownership up. But people aren't looking to play him probably because they're going to McCaffrey. But, yeah. He's been elite. I mean, he's been absolutely elite, and uh, he's going to be low-owned. Yep, another guy that's going to be low-owned on the other side, uh, Terry McLaurin. Are we playing Scary Terry today, Tony? If I play DJ Moore and McCaffrey, I'll run it back with McLaurin. All right. I, I, I'm I mean, he's, he's a perfect – this guy is – he just talked about DJ Moore, how talented he is. McLaurin is freaking good. Like, you watch yeah, him. Yeah, but, like, DJ Moore actually – puts up numbers and doesn't have Haskins throwing wow. him the freaking football. There's a I was going to get in it. Like, it's embarrassing how bad this guy is. Like, <laughs> some of the catches McLaurin had last week were literally just because he's good. Like, he'd go up and catch it over, like, three dudes and come down with it. I mean, uh, I mean, you're right. His quarterback play is horrendous. But he's cheap, and he's going to be 3% owned. I, I mean, I'm going to play some. I still yeah. think he's got a few big games in him this year. Yeah, we know Haskins is going to throw it deep to him. It's not – well, he's going to throw it deep. It's going to be intended for him. Haskins <laughs> is so bad, man. The dude's Always bad. We did get a hider forte in the YouTube chat. Hey, YouTube knows what's up. JBD2226. He knows what's up. I wish we remembered who, who asked that. I wish we could remember who the first was. Oh, my was... God. It was freaking three, four years ago. It was a long time, man. We've been, do- we've been doing this – this for a while and you know Hyder Forte I know some of you it annoys you I don't care it never gets old yeah, never all yeah, right if you're, gonna, if you're if you're one of the people typing Dean at least type Hyder Forte over Dean you know yeah, 100%. I mean, imagine typing Dean like all right so um all right San Francisco at Baltimore 44 and a half point total Baltimore five and a half point favorites at home Tony we've got Lamar Jackson here he is priced up I see ownership is going to be up on him in a tough matchup here. I like Lamar because I, mean, I just like to do like every single week. I'm going to like the guy, a huge floor, huge ceiling. Are you playing Lamar today? Yeah. I mean, he has to be on your list every single week. He's just got the, I, I was laughing too. Cause I was looking at, we had like some old, old things from last year where DB was making fun of us for, Saying Lamar had a hundred yard rushing upside. You remember this crane? Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> I found. So I don't know. I was like cleaning something and found the notes where he said, "No way does anyone have a hundred yards." But now it's come true. A year later, like the guy just freaking gets there every single week. His rushing upside is off the charts. San Francisco D's great, but they got a bunch of injuries. It's just tough to contain Lamar. It really is, and I don't know if he's my favorite just because. I want McCaffrey. I want to play some other guys, but he's definitely going to be in my player pool. I'm definitely. I mean, I'm sure he's on on Hoops list for cash as an option. And the helicopter. We got to talk about the helicopter Ingram yeah. today. Like, 
I hate when he does this because I, I wish I never knew about the freaking helicopter because I would never have played Ingram. And now just because of that freaking helicopter, I want to play at least a little Ingram. <laughs> you got to play it, man. You just keep, you, I think he's missed one week so far. Like, you just got to play the helicopter. And it was last week. He can't miss two straight weeks. That, that is the rule. That's true. Uh, Hooper, are you playing Lamar? Are you going to go with the helicopter play? What are you doing here? I promised myself about four weeks, and it's worked out very well not to pat myself on the back. But I said, no matter what, I am going to consider <laughs> – strongly consider Lamar Jackson at quarterback every single week. I just – <laughs> that's great. That, hey, it's you know, crazy, yeah. isn't it? Crazy yeah. to imagine that. Yeah, it's but, great. What was the thing you said the other week that you're like, man, that's a real? Oh, no, I said once. Once. I mean, it still it still holds true. Once rosters lock, salary doesn't matter. You just you need your you need your guys to score touchdowns and get a lot of yards. You know, salaries don't matter after lock. I just made a really good point. As made like, a really good point. Yeah, and here's another really good point. Always consider Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <And> I'm not <laughs> worried about the matchup. Like it doesn't. I don't think it matters for him. I mean, I really don't. Yeah, some matches are going to be better than others, but, like, his floor is just through the freaking roof. Like, just through the roof. So good what he's doing. Um, I think the Ravens pound the Niners here, so I, I just think he has a big game, and I really like him. I think he's – I mean, I don't know. There's, there's another quarterback that I like quite a bit, too. The Niners are pissed at you for calling them fraudulent, by the way. They just pounded your Packers. Oh, gosh. Green Bay, two times going to uh, California and just get completely worse. I'm still not – I'm still not – yeah, Green Bay. I, I'm still not a believer in the Niners. I mean, I, I it's like the it's like the Bears. It's the Bears last year. Like if they they are not going to they have no chance of advancing like deep into the playoffs. Like there's zero percent chance. Oh, um, they're going to be. I mean, if they when they get in, I'm sure they'll get a buy. They're going to get pounded if they play a real team. Um, and they're going to get pounded. There are no real teams in the NFC. It's the Saints and nothing. Exactly. There's no real teams in the NFC. I like the Seahawks too, but uh, <laughs> the and, NFC is loaded. No, it's no. not. So who's the good teams then? Where's the good teams? Patriots. <laughs> One good team, and then Baltimore. There's two the good teams. Baltimore, yeah, Baltimore's good. The Ravens. Those are like three of the four best teams in football, right yeah. there. Yeah, they're in that. The NFC so literally fun. has like nine of the top eleven teams. Nah, it's just no, there's so many free squares in the NFC, man. Like the you guys, East, obviously, every team, every team in the every team in the East is dead. Like those teams are terrible. Cowboys are terrible. Eagles are terrible. The Saint, they're the Saints bad. No, no I like they, the Saints. The Saints, Saints, Saints are good. good Minnesota is Minnesota any good? Yeah, they're. I, Min- I, I mean, you know, just start naming like all Minis- the teams that are better than the AFC teams. Yeah, that sounds like a great use of our time. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> the play, AFC, I can't believe. It. Okay, consider Lamar Jackson. He's a, uh, a strong, strong play this week. Tony, you always know what's going on with San Francisco. Are you playing your boy Kittle? Are you looking somebody else here? I think Kittle is just an like if you're playing Lamar and maybe Ingram, like you can play those two together too. But Kittle is just such an elite run back today with Lamar teams. Like I don't think I'd play Kittle on a non-Lamar team, but on a Lamar team, Kittle's going to be freaking five percent again, and he's the best tight end in football. He has tons of upside. Literally, no one's going to play him. Everyone's going to play these cheap tight ends. How many times have we seen the cheap tight ends bust? If Kittle gets 25 and these guys get three, that, I mean, just massive, massive tournament upside. Obviously, he's not a cash play, I don't think. But if you play Lamar, you have to consider Kittle on a run back. All right, let's talk Philly at Miami. It's a 44-and-a-half point total. Philly, 10-and-a-half point favorites. And, you know, Hoop, I heard you say earlier, oh, I like one quarterback – more than you know, please tell me it's not Carson. It's Wentz. not Carson, dude. I watched. Trust this me, is I the watched, week, boys. I watched. They're finally I was, healthy. I watched. No, I watched, they're finally healthy. 
<laughs> I watched every snap of that last game, and wow, Carson. You want me? Terrible. You want me to say it though? What? Like they literally they had like hoop at receiver. They had no deep threat. I think hoop okay. would be an I, honest, I, honest, honest, honestly. I think I could have done better than that. Like, no joke, I could have done better. Why, than why is everyone blaming Wentz though? Like he had no oh, because receivers. some of those pass. I mean, dude. I mean, if if he hits Miles Sanders on the easiest pass of all time. Miles Sanders was, is the highest owned. Yeah. He's the highest owned running back on this slate. Dude, that was bad. That I'm was ter- that was terrible. I he think said, they get right big time today. Oh, and I no, I agree, but I'm not playing once. I'm not playing Wentz either. I'm, I'm playing him. That's great. Good for you. Way to go. He said they're getting their guys back. They're, they're getting they're back all back. Alshon and Aguilar. Who do you you like those guys? Their best linemen's back too. Yeah. They're getting they're trust me. They're going to be a different team today. Who do you like? I mean, I Miles Sanders is like my favorite play of the day, so I like him. He's killed me like three straight weeks, but I like him. <laughs> again. I mean, <laughs> it's a whole different. I, I mean, if he get, if he hits if he gets that touchdown, it's a whole different story. <laughs> like last week, I, mean, that, I think he's touch. just literally like a free. Like Miles Sanders is literally like a free square to me. I just couldn't imagine fading him at this price point against freaking Miami. When would they get linemen back? I, yeah, I don't even. I know he burned me last week, but if Ajayi gets this no. lead and gets carried, he's 3K still. He's also dead to me. I, he's going to be in my – the dude is 3K and, he, and they're playing Miami. Whoever, whoever keeps tweeting about his workload should be fired immediately. Like, the guy last week, who I was just, it? Don't, 14 I, to 15 carries? I think this is the biggest leverage, though. Like, seriously, everyone saw it. Everyone knows how bad they are. I really believe this. I, I just think they're a different team today. And if they get this lead and they're not bogged down like they were the last couple of weeks. Uh, but I it's hard to gain. It's hard to gain leverage, though. I mean, the only way you're – I mean, you're not gaining leverage on Sanders. He's still going to have high yeah, 3K. Oh, okay. Then they're – yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, with Zach Ertz, it sounds like he's going to do the old give it a go today. It I wish like he would just play. sit so we can play too. Goddard. Yeah, then we can just Man. play Goddard. I mean, can't we still play Goddard? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like him as. I mean, when all these receivers come back, though, there's not yeah. as much work. Well, not it's as the much same work. thing for Ertz. It's the same thing for Ertz. We've seen it with Zach Ertz. When all these receivers are healthy, all of a sudden Zach Ertz's usage goes down. So yeah. it's tough to love Ertz here. Alshon, Hooper, are we willing to roll the dice on Alshon? He's cheap in a lot of spots. I will say that, and it's a good matchup. Five point one K against Miami. Aguilar is basically the minimum on FanDuel. How how awful is that? Terrible. Uh, Philadelphia, I haven't given I haven't given a stone lock in a while on here. Philadelphia is going to roll today. Yeah, what do you think, Aguilar? I like all these guys. I, I do. Like he's forty five hundred on Fanduel. He's forty eight. Like <laughs> uh, they're going to get healthy today. Oh, that is. Oh man, everyone <laughs> has seen them play. Who'd they play last? They played New England, who's a good D, and then who'd they play last week? Uh. I think it was an easy matchup, wasn't it? That they just stunk in. Yeah, oh, Seattle. So they played New England and Seattle, two of the best teams in football. Seattle. And they had their yeah, whole was, team yeah, was hurt. Right. Now yeah, they play yeah. Miami. It's a good point. Good and, and you know, Cowboys already lost. The division's wide open. You, Tony, might you might be onto something. That's a big game for them. It's a huge I feel game real for good them. about Philly today. All right. Uh, I it's a huge game, game, man. Are you playing anybody on the Dolphin side, Tony? You got your uh, – So that's where the oh, dilemma is yeah, Let's go. Oh, come on. How's that a dilemma for you? We, we've said this. You guys are so played out with this. Like, ever <laughs> since my boy's been hurt, I haven't liked Miami. But if I'm playing three Philly guys, like, I have to freaking play someone from this Miami team, and I don't know who it is because I don't like any of them. All right. Don't, don't play, play any of them. 
I might not. It might be the first time all year I don't run it back with anybody. All right. I guess it would be Hearns if I had to pick one, but he's not cheap anymore. You're not going to play Patrick Laird? That's not a thing this week? <laughs> I didn't. He plays for Miami? <laughs> Remember last week everybody was on the Patrick Laird? I, I know. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. All, right. all right. All right. Let's talk about a 39.5 point total. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Uh, Cleveland, two-and-a-half point favorites. We got Doc Hodges starting for the Steelers. I I don't – honestly, man, I don't like anybody in this game. Hoop, do you? Jeez, I mean, I, I was away from the YouTube chat for a minute and go back. All I see is Dean. Like, people just ruining things. Um, do, I need, do I need to get over – I got band powers on YouTube. Do I need to go start banning some people? <laughs> you might have to. I mean, yeah, so this game is uh, – it's a tough one. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's defense been good. Low, low total. Um Steelers completely banged up, but they have enough bodies where there's not like one person that that should get all the work. And huh. The price is coming. I don't know. It's it's a tough spot. Uh, Browns, I, I guess you know it's tough now with Chubb and Hunt back there. I mean, Hunt's getting steady work. His price is up. Um, I think if I'm going anywhere, it's probably Odell. It's still pretty cheap. Um, big play upside, but Landry, man, Baker loves throwing to Landry, and I don't blame him. Like Landry is, is a really good wide receiver. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, probably just Odell for the big play upside. That's about it. Tony, anybody in this game for you? I just figured out who Deion De- Kane's in this game after we were talking about him. Oh, there he is, yeah. <laughs> 3K. Deion Kane's on the Steelers now? <laughs> he's, on a, he's on a team with no receivers, and he still can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's Odell just for me in this game, too. And I, I think Odell's a perfect 150-team or 20-team guy where you just play. 20% of them and move on. Like he's harder to put in a main team than he is to just play in a script. All right. Let's talk about the Rams at the Cardinals, 47 and a half point total Rams, three point favorites on the road. And this is a game I do have interest in. Of course, I always, with the Rams, it's, I say the same thing every time I talk about them. I never know which receiver to pick Robert Woods, Brandon cooks. They're both cheap. Cooper cup, not cheap. And has also been terrible. And of course this week we have the added issue with Tyler Higby. He's going to be incredibly popular. He's also an incredibly good play at the minimum price. What are we doing this Rams side? Yeah, I have more interest, I think, in the Rams side than the uh, Cardinals side. I mean, Higby, you get at two point. I mean, the minimum, basically, around the industry for the most part with Everett out, strong play. I don't mind the wide receivers, Woods, uh, Cooks, Cup, but it'd be a situation where if you're making a lot of teams, you kind of – you know, mix and match. There's not one really that I, I actually the one I I do prefer I think more than the other ones is Woods. He's for the most part the cheapest, and uh, he looked pretty good last week. And uh, you know I think he has some positive regression heading his way. Um, it's tough though, not uh, you know not anything to get super super excited about outside of Higby. And it's really tough to just get excited about Higby. I mean, it's Tyler Higby. Yeah. Um, you know, Tony, what are you doing with these Rams guys? Because I, it's weird seeing Cooper Cup as the highest owned receiver here because these other guys are so much cheaper. I don't, I always struggle with spots like this. What do you think about the Rams? Yeah, I mean, first of all, Higby, like, I know he's popular, but the guy is 2,500. It's you got against Arizona. Out. Yeah, like, I, low I really don't think I, I don't know how you can fit on a slate where you need McCaffrey. I just don't know how – I think you just lock him in. I don't know. Like, tight end, sure, he could let you down. But against Arizona, I, I mean, I'm locking him in more than likely almost every team. So, he's just – 2,500 is just such a good discount. 
it gets you so much that I need that. In this game, yeah, I mean, this game's kind of sneaky. Like, I think uh, golf, everybody's completely down on golf. This is as good a spot as you can have for him. Where he, it's hard to pick the weapons, maybe play Higby with one of the receivers. I agree with you guys. Like, you could easily pick wrong is the hard part. I mean, n- none of us would be shocked if any of these three ended up the leading scorer from the passing side, which makes it complicated. But – Maybe you guess right. Maybe you get it. And you got runbacks like Drake. I think Drake's in a pretty good spot. Kirk's in a pretty good spot. This, I like this is a good game stack. I like Kyler. Nobody Are you can. sure he's healthy, though? No, and that's my biggest issue is the hamstring issue. But if he is healthy, this is the Rams team that has struggled against running quarterbacks this year. Nobody's playing Kyler Murray. He's been running it more often as of late. And – I don't even have to pair him with anybody. Christian Kirk, he's going to see a lot of um, Jalen Ramsey in shadow situations. I think a lot of this offense on Arizona moves through Kyler Murray, and I think he has almost as much upside as Lamar Jackson, and he's going to do it at a quarter of the ownership. Who my nuts for liking Kyler? Uh, I don't hate him. I mean, the upside's huge. Uh, you know, and especially if you're playing Rams guys, like you're going to want to, you know, come back with something on the other side. I don't hate him. I mean, yeah, the, the one concern obviously is whether or not he's fully healthy. I can't imagine, you know, if he wasn't close to like 90, 95%, they'd roll him out here this week. You know, there's Dude, no, that's how I feel too. yeah, like he's got to be close to a hundred. Um, so yeah, I mean, you got the upsides massive with him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, flows in the chat. He says, this is the game stack. And I sort of agree. Like, I think this is my favorite game stack on the slate. And the fact that not a lot of people are going here. I mean, you look at the projected ownership on fantasy draft. We've got cup or we got Higby at 21% of course cup at 15 and nobody else over seven. Like that's a really great game stack. If you think that these guys, that this has potential to go off. Yeah. Especially the totals, the totals higher. This is not going to be impacted by weather. Like I guess people think some of the other games could potentially be, which like I said, I'm not super high on the whole weather thing, but um yeah, I mean, if if you're factoring that in, this is a good landing spot for you. All right, let's talk Raiders at the Chiefs. A 15.5-point total, the Chiefs 10.5-point favorites. Uh, Tony, I know it's your turn, but I'm going to hook because he said there was another quarterback that he left today. I assume it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, I man, another game where people are pumping up the weather, which I hope holds true and people kind of get off the This juice game, and- man, it's got your wind even. Yeah, but not super high. Like it's like in the twenties, fifteen to twenty. Like these stadiums are built to mitigate the wind. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm just not over the top worried about it. Like I don't know. Maybe okay. Yeah, maybe a slight downgrade to Tyree Kill, who needs the long ball. But like Kelsey, totally fine. Watkins, totally fine. I mean, they they have no one at running back. You have. They're going to be passing the football here. Watkins hasn't been totally fine since week one. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the one. I mean, I don't even actually, I, I don't know why I just said Watkins name. Like he's, <laughs> a lot, he's up there too. And a lot of projections and rankings, but like, I, man, Watkins is a guy I usually just immediately cross off the list. You know, here's my biggest problem back from Mahomes. He, he is expensive. Yeah. He's expensive as Lamar. We like Lamar, right? Of course. But the problem is, is that when you play Mahomes, you want to be pairing him with somebody. And the combination of him and Tyreek and him and Kelsey is so expensive that I'm trouble, having trouble building a lineup that I like with that combination. Tony, are you playing Mahomes today? I'm definitely not playing Mahomes. Like, I'm on the opposite end of hoop. Like, this total's dropped five freaking points. Like, I, I just am not doing it. On a slate where I can play Lamar for the same price, I'm just not playing Mahomes in a win game. Like, I just – 
What did the it's total open up at? Huh? What did the total open at? 54 and a half. Did it? Down to 49 and a half. Still the base total on the board. Which I, I, I but yeah, I mean, it's not going to drop like 12 point. Like, I don't I think this game goes way under. And another problem with my, with this game for me, I think Oakland sucks. So like Kansas city gets a lead and kind of just grinds it a little bit, which makes Who are me going to grind it with LaShawn McCoy. I like LaShawn. He's kind of cheap. He's one of the guys I actually like a little bit. I don't, I don't mind him. I'm just saying, but they're not, it's not like he's going to get 25 carries. But, but I mean, by grinding, like, just play a little slower, dump it off. Like, just play one of those games where they just grind out the win, like, 27 to 10 or something. I don't hate these. I don't hate LaShawn either. Like, Daryl Williams, I don't even hate. But it's definitely – I wish Daryl Williams was a little cheaper, though. Like, yeah, he's cheap, too. but he's not cheap enough. Yeah, 8-8 over in fantasy draft. It's – I. He come on, guys! Can't you make him just like seven four or something? That way we could really get cute. Um, on the Raiders side, Tony, I know you said they suck, so I'm going to go to Hoop. Are we playing with Josh Jacobs today? We've been on this the whole way, right? Yeah, like they I've, do I've, suck. Yeah, I've been with, I've been in lockstep with Tony on this. Like Raiders, just they've gotten some good, big wins, good for them. They are just not <laughs> a good. Can you imagine team. playing Waller today? Like people are going to play him, and he. I mean, he's not going to be that high on. I shouldn't say that, but. He's been terrible for like seven weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Josh Jacobs, I don't hate. The Chiefs have been terrible against the run, and they're going to keep feeding Jacobs. We know that. You know, it's kind of like the Derrick Henry thing, where even if they're down, they're going to keep giving him the football. So I don't hate Josh Jacobs today. Still not in love with them, but, in you know, if you're doing 150, I think that's all right. Uh, we got a catch-me-up game here. It's the Chargers at the Broncos, a 37.5-point total. The Chargers, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Drew Lott getting the start for the Broncos, which means – Tony, what does it mean? It means we play the Chargers D for sure. I yeah, know that. that's what it means because, like, Drew Locke sucks. Like, he sucked at Missouri. He's He sucked in preseason. The dude has literally never been good. He probably wasn't even that good in high school. Like, <laughs> He probably wasn't even that good in high school, you just said. Yeah, like, <laughs> that might be my favorite take I've ever heard you say. Yeah, like, it's just – He probably game. wasn't even good in high school. That's good stuff. This whole I game. loved your commentary, by the way, Friday night. Did you see this hoop? This guy's at a game Friday night, and he's like, oh, they're punting from midfield again, fourth and one. I'm driving <laughs> home. <laughs> then he's talking about the parents whining about the refs, which I always love. Is that a high school oh, game? Parents were so upset. My my high school played in the state title game. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, like, the parents are up there. They're down 44 <laughs> nothing. They're the, like, the refs Always. Like, <laughs> It's funny. I've never been to. I've been. I've gone to high school games for like thirty years. I've never heard parents that don't bitch about the refs the entire game. My high school made it to the state championship like two years ago. They played down at Ford Field, so I was you know took the kids down there. I was like, oh, it'd be a cool experience, you know, go down there. They can sit nice and close, watch the game. They got pounded so bad it was running clock the entire second half (laughs) in the state finals. So like (laughs) we got there, you know, we got there a little bit late. Got to halftime. Next thing you know. After halftime, the game was over in 20 minutes. We're packing up and leaving. And that kids are like, the game's already over? I didn't realize it was running clock. Like, I wasn't paying that close of attention. This thing yeah. was done like that. We had a running clock in the fourth quarter. It was yeah. uh, it was ugly. But wait, we scored the touchdown. We scored a couple touchdowns. And they covered the, you know, Murfreesboro plus 40 spread. I got to catch that. <laughs> that was nice. uh, yeah. Anyways, all right. God, this game just sucks. I'm playing the defenses here. Tony, do you have interest in anybody else? I think you can play Lindsey again on, on DK just because the dump offs and, and he's just cheap again. I don't like love him. I don't. Uh, he's in that five K range where there's a couple guys. 
I think he needs to be in the player pool, but yeah, I, there's not much here. And the Chargers, I don't know. Are any of these guys in play? Uh, I've heard some people wanting to play Melvin Gordon today. I'm not one of them. Tony, do you like anybody here? Uh, I'm trying. I, I, it's I tough. mean, I'm sorry. Hoop, hoop. I mean, uh, no, I agree with Tony. Just Philip Lindsay. He's cheap on uh, on DK, and it's uh, about it. Like just nasty, the nasty game. Yeah, I mean, uh, Chargers and defense and Lindsay maybe. I mean, Hunter Henry always has like two touchdown upside, but. The Again, problem is, like, no one's even that cheap. I, I wish some people were cheaper in this game. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, our night game, the uh, Patriots at the Texans, a 46-and-a-half point total. The Pats, they are three-point favorites on the road. Hoop, I heard you say the Pats were still good last week or earlier in the show. Are you playing some Patriots here? What are you doing? Like, Edelman seems like a phenomenal player. Yeah, like Edelman. They're, get, they're getting their guys back, too. So, like, Dorsett's, you know, I mean, if you want action here, just bet. Bet on the Patriots. I know Tony probably loves the Texans in this spot. But uh, give me the Pats. Outside of Edelman, not – I mean, they're, like, healthy, which is weird. They haven't been healthy in a while. So, uh, a lot of mouths to feed on offense. So, just uh, just Edelman, it's about it. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, I don't have a lot of interest in this yeah. game, you, Tony. Yeah, it might be the first time ever, actually. I kind of like New England tonight. I just don't oh. – I don't buy into Houston. I, I don't know. Like, it does look like a fishy spot. All New England games look fishy like yes. this, though, where <laughs> they always want – they always beg you just to take New England, and New England always covers. It's like they, they give the gifts back. So, uh, <laughs> man, Houston, I just don't believe in Houston. I really don't. New England's D solid indoors, so Tom doesn't have to pull the noodle arm outdoors, which – is always a good thing and i don't know about players though like i i don't i don't love much here all right guys if you get some questions go ahead and fire them up i wouldn't i wouldn't mind answers and i'm getting tony you are gonna have to take the reins a little bit because we might get some youtube questions there i don't have the youtube chat open i'm too scared i got it up, I got it up. i've been Actually, active in the youtube chat up. But of course, if you're watching on YouTube, before you type those questions in, click like. I love it. Does Mike P. What now? His thing says Mike P. I love it. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. To be honest, everyone else has like a nickname or like their full name, and then just says Mike P. I have no clue where that came from. Like I have no clue where it's drawing Mike P. <laughs> Mike right, P. Do we have any YouTube questions out there? No, YouTube's no. moving slow. We got uh, the people. YouTube. It's an active chat. First question. Yeah. Tony said lock button. I, uh, said, I think it's close. I mean, as close to a lock as you can for me. The guy's 2,500. What is he on FanDuel? He's up there. He's a little more. I mean, he's in like the 5K range. So like yeah, not he's a not FanDuel. a lock in the 5K. Yeah, DraftKings specific. They're asking about uh, Williams for the uh, Colts. I think we all like him, right? Yeah, it's like tough him. not to like him. Like the dude just gets all the work as long as they're up. Now, Tennessee gets up, good luck. Like I don't think you're going to be getting Jonathan Williams carries yeah. at that point but like I mean, as long as Tennessee's not getting or as long as Indy's not getting blown out I like Jonathan Williams just fine right. here's a question for Big T is uh Wentz in play he's the Eagles guy today is Wentz in play yeah I just I whoever watched the show like the Eagles are by far my favorite tournament spot of the day I, I think the Eagles are going to smash and score 40 plus Oh my God! Crane, your favorite quarterback. This guy. is going to be the this is going to be a replay hoop of like three years ago where he makes fun of me about Philly, and then later at like seven p.m. we see him winning a million dollars with all my Eagles. <laughs> well, that is true. You know, who's 
All right, I got a question from the Roto Grinders. Uh, McLaurin and Boyd or Shark and Hearns? I'm already going McLaurin and Boyd. Like, I like those two guys, Shark and Hearns. I'm eh on. Do we like uh, – I assume you guys like the first one. I like McLaurin Boyd. If uh, that, was, that was one of them, right? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm so torn because I love Boyd, but like Haskins. You're going to Scary Terry, man. Haskins, man. Haskins is just he's the other. The other two suck though, wasn't the other one? His yeah, he got that Chark dude. Chark. Oh, I do like Chark, but it was like Hearns or something, wasn't it? All right, yeah. are we just uh, are we just locking McCaffrey today? I am. I'm probably locking McCaffrey and uh, Sanders. Miles Scottley. Sanders <laughs> is gonna. There's no way Sanders. I, I haven't given out too many locks all year. Sanders, there's no way. Outside of injury, he's smashing today. I mean, I've just struggled to ever play a Philly running back. I'm done. Like, I've, I've just been burned so many times by those Sanders guys. Sanders is, like, out there for almost, like, 80, what is it, 85% of the snaps. All right. He's been out there a ton. Just the Eagles have been, ooh. Tough. All right. You've talked to me. I'll play some miles, I guess. If Hoop likes him. I guess I got – sorry, Tony, but if who flexes them, I got to do it. Who's we, played them in cash like the, uh, in the old private chat where they get the 17-team 17, <laughs> 17 train? Oh, they run Sanders every week. That was pain, 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 get in the private chat painful week, man. Painful you week. You ready to pool some money, win some money today? Oop. Yeah, I'll pool the pooling money thing. I mean, that guy, Jeff <laughs> Mans is a freaking moron. Like, what an idiot. Like, I mean, going on, huge following and going on and, and – and, spewing that garbage that literally makes no sense i mean pooling money together i mean how dumb can you be (laughs) all right we gotta get off here on that csu sent us a text said this stupid chat not happening on rg is a big cold hose we gotta gotta get we gotta get the old chat back i mean we gotta get some chat work that's always a good time but all right we gotta jump off here we got dean and a couple more guys that have to work with dean coming up next thanks so much for watching make sure you check out fantasy draft is that let's see is that uh is that contest full yet it's got to be getting close yeah it's seven thousand of eight thousand you want to play on fantasy draft i would get in there quick because that is going to fill before you know it but thanks for watching everybody thanks for Devin for producing thanks for tony and who for joining me i'm eric we'll catch y'all later peace back in the fantasy bar hope everybody had a great thanksgiving out there we're back with the rest of week 13 six of my favorite plays for you across fanduel DraftKings, and yahoo a couple of my favorite value plays what two games am i targeting heavily here my favorite quarterback receiver pairing on the week and of course my favorite play of the week the beast of the week who are we looking at Belly up to the fantasy bar and find out. Hey, Grinders, big news. RG Chat, we switched over to Discord. Now, in order to participate, click the link on the orange box above the chat window. If you already have a Discord account, simply log in. If not, you need to create an account here and then click authorize. Once you've logged into Discord, before you can send your first message, you'll be prompted to click authorize one more time. After that, you're all set. It's that simple. Sign up today, and we'll see you in the chat. Welcome in, guys. Week 13 edition Beers Daily Fantasy Six Pack back here in the Fantasy Bar once again. Coming off a very nice Thanksgiving. Let's keep things rolling here in Week 13. Before we do that, we'll take a quick look back at Week 12. Pretty solid week. Nice connection there with the Cleveland guys. Derrick Henry, obviously a big hit for us. 
Taylor Gabriel let us down. Got sucked in by those targets. Did not make it happen in week 12. But all in all, a very solid week there in week 12. But we turn the page here to week 13. Before we do that, guys, need a couple things. Subscribe to the channel. Then you know when the videos are coming out. Doing a lot of videos right now. NFL, NBA+, plus all the other great stuff at Roto-Grinders. And if you enjoy your time here in the Fantasy Bar, as we always say, click that thumbs up button. That's the tip jar here in the Fantasy Bar, guys. And I greatly appreciate it. Now, let's dive into the plays for the week. We're going to start with value at the tight end position with Jack Doyle of the Colts. So great prices here across the industry. Very affordable here. Eric Ebron placed on IR. I think that's going to mean good things for Jack Doyle. And I know Mo Ali cox going to get more involved here. Guy that could steal away some touchdowns. But specifically on a site like DraftKings, love this for Jack Doyle. Guy that can rack up some receptions. And a guy that has been finding the end zone. Two touchdowns now over the last three games for Jack Doyle. Tennessee, this is one of the weak points of this team. Very good defense. Very good against the run. Oh, Jonathan Williams is going to go nuts here in this matchup I think it's going to be through the air and Jack Doyle kind of that safety blanket the security blanket for Jacoby Brissett but again a good matchup here Tennessee allowing the seventh most fantasy points to the position Jack Doyle solid value here especially on DraftKings at only 3300 all right let's spend some money here at the wide receiver position Devontae Adams of the Packers so 7k DraftKings 8k on FanDuel a little bit over 30 on Yahoo love these prices here I know you got to pay for them but I think he's going to be well worth it here in week 13, the targets we know are going to be there from Aaron Rodgers, averaging 11 targets per game since coming back from that injury. And I think this is a sneaky spot for this Green Bay offense. A lot of people saw that game against San Francisco. This team struggled mightily. Adams, the one guy that still got there, even when things were down. Now you give him a matchup with the New York Giants, only the Tampa Bay Bucks, And we know how bad they've been against wide receivers. Only Tampa giving up more production to this position than the New York Giants. So, Green Bay, a lot of secondary pieces. This is the guy at Rodgers Trust. This is the guy that's going to get 10-plus targets. This is the guy that's going to get the looks in the red zone, and he gets all that against a terrible defense with the Giants. Love Devontae Adams here in Week 13. All right, let's go to the other side of that game. I think the game's very stackable. We're going to go running back, Saquon Barkley. So look at those prices. Very, very low prices. We'll get to that in a minute here, but recency bias also going to help us out here. Barkley not been doing much over the course of the season, especially over the last couple weeks. Now, it's had some difficult matchups in there. But we talked about prices today, the biggest shopping day of the year. Black Friday, people are out there going nuts. Hey, we'll save you the chaos from going out into the masses and trying to get that deal. We'll give you a deal here in the Fantasy Bar. Lowest price of the season on Barkley on all three sites here. So a great buy low here in a very good matchup. Green Bay, second most fantasy points allowed to the running back position. So I think this is the week. Barkley could get it going. This game is very stackable. Make sure he's in those stacks. I think he's playable in all formats here. Black Friday prices are slashed on Barkley. Buy low here while you can against the Green Bay Packers. All right, let's stay at the running back position with some mid-range value in Miles Sanders of the Eagles. So obviously the first thing we have to do, keep an eye on Jordan Howard. Does not sound like he's going to play this week, but if he's back in there, we'll, we'll make some adjustments. We'll come back. I don't know that I love Miles Sanders as much with Jordan Howard in the lineup. If he's out, all systems go for me. So I wanted to include him here in the six-pack because I love the ceiling that he could give us in this matchup. The touches are on the rise. A guy that gets multiple targets each and every week in the passing game and a guy that also gets a date with the Miami Dolphins who've been awful defensively, been better lately, but still a bad defense. 
Still a bad defense against the run. Third most fantasy points allowed to this position. And Sanders under 6K on both sites, under $20 on Yahoo. So love the ceiling here, love the matchup, really love the prices here. I think there's big time upside in store for Miles Sanders against the Dolphins. All right, let's go to the quarterback position. We're going to go into the cheap seats here with BDN, Nick Foles against Tampa Bay. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, BDN, go look it up, have some fun with that. But let's take a look at the numbers here and the matchup. And does it get any better than a home tilt with the Tampa Bay Bucks? if you are a quarterback? It does not get much better. Maybe Arizona, we can make the argument. But Tampa Bay, second most passing touchdowns allowed, second most passing yards allowed. You're sensing a theme here. Second most fantasy points allowed. It's a very good matchup with this secondary. And this game in general, very much a game I want to get exposure to. 47.5 total, second highest we have behind that Oakland-Kansas City game. I think there could be points here. But Nick Foles, great value here in the best matchup you could draw up. This is the time to play Nick Foles. Where else would you play him? This is the week. Love me Nick Foles here against the Tampa Bay Bucks. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play of the week. But before you guys, we're going to run it back. A little thank you here on Thanksgiving weekend once again with our Beast of the Week contest. All you got to do, get in the comment section and give me fantasy points for my Beast of the Week. We're going to go with DraftKings this week. So, fantasy points in the comment section. Don't give me the stat line. If you want to give me another beast of the week, you can certainly do that before the contest. Fantasy points on DraftKings for my beast of the week. Going to win one free week of Roto-Grinders Premium. Or if you're already a loyal subscriber, we'll ship you a t-shirt right to your doorstep absolutely free. So, who are we guessing on? Let's take a look at my favorite play for week 13. We know him as the beast of the week. All right, Beast Time, we owe you one more wide receiver. We're going to pair up Nick Foles with his number one receiver, DJ Chark of the Jaguars, this week's Beast of the Week. I absolutely love this spot for DJ Chark. 21 targets so far with Nick Foles behind center. So, getting over 10 targets per game. Tampa Bay, we know, bad against the pass, but when you break it down to wide receivers, they are the worst team in the league. And it's actually not close. They're lapping the field here, giving up almost four fantasy points per game higher than the second worst team against wide receivers. So when you see a gap that big, it just tells you how bad this secondary has been historically bad here. And I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. So you can run it back very easily on Tampa Bay. You know where the production's coming from. Tough part is guessing. Is it a Godwin week? Is it an Evans week? But I would be stacking this game a couple different times. I wouldn't hesitate, including another pass catcher or a Leonard Fournette here in this stack. But DJ Chark, regardless if you're stacking the game or not, cash games, tournaments, FanDuel, DraftKings, Yahoo, do not care. Want to play him on all those sites, every format here. Love this spot for DJ Chark. The beer gut talking to me big time. The numbers are there and the prices are fair. DJ Chark, easily my favorite play here on week 13 in this week's Beast of the Week. All right, guys, that'll wrap us up here for week 13 on the main slate. If you have any comments, questions, feedback, guys, get in that comment section. Don't forget, Fantasy Points on DraftKings or DJ Chark. Somebody's going to win a free week of Roto-Grinders Premium or a free Roto-Grinders t-shirt. You can also reach out, follow me on Twitter, at BeermakersFan, and make sure you go out and check out the DFS OGs podcast for more thoughts on the slate from Head Chopper, Notorious, and myself breaking down Every main slate game, every single week. So go to Roto-Grinders and check that out as well. For Roto-Grinders.com, I am Beer Sansalu. Best of luck here in week 13, guys. And we'll see you next week.
Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist. What's going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 78904. If you want to get all tactical on me, it is 1010 on the East Coast, 710 on the West Coast, 910 Tennessee time, which of course we did time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Yahoo. And joining me today, batting first. I'm batting you first, Grant. You know why? Because pre show you said, you said you're bringing the heat, man. Don't hold back. I don't know what you're bringing all season long. We're four months in now at this point, but uh, today you're, you're going to bring your fastball. Yeah, I guess I'm bringing that fastball. Everyone in YouTube chat haven't been over there in a long time is just giving me give me crap. I'm I'm on a high note here. I've got someone chugging something on this show based on a bet that I was correct on, and um, yeah, yeah, bringing the heat, bringing the fire. Well, someone will be Tuttle, like because he's got a name. I can um, I, I can say there were material changes in the bet, right? Oh, are you playing? Are you drinking in a protest? I mean, I'm no, I'm, I, I made a bet. I lost the bet, but there were the material change. The material change, which you may have made the bet under the assumption that Alshon wasn't playing, which we did not have at the time of the bet. Well, oh. Vance got how many points? Both, both were terrible. Yeah, both both <laughs> well, were terrible. No, one was bad. One was terrible. Vance got one point three six points. Not one point three six. Somewhere around that mark, and. Goddard had like nine, I think, 9.7. Yeah, and I gave you five. So if Jeffrey plays, let's say, a 30% downtick in points, he still wins. Material material change, though. Do you want to if knock you, out your drink bet change for now, an or? immaterial amount of points? I will, I will let Grant dictate on when the chugging takes place. Grant? And you can do you whatever you like. It's up to you. I don't, I don't know your chugging abilities. I don't know your stomach. Do we need to leave 10 minutes at the end of the show for it? It's, I mean, the, the chugging abilities aren't strong, but uh, I'll do it whenever. But it's delicious. That's a truly, right? I've heard good things about yeah. it. Lemon. lemon. I think lemon. I made a rookie mistake, and it's been in the fridge, though. Isn't it easier to chug, like, warm drinks? Grant, I yield to you. It's easier to chug warm drinks, but it's, it, it, it's, it's a bell curve. Like, difference between 30 degrees and 35 degrees is drastic. Difference between... 40 degrees and 50 degrees, not that drastic. Do you want to knock out your drink as I'm doing the promos? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right, bringing <laughs> up full screen. You can do a split screen. I'm not really sure what that. Devin, I'm sure, is all over. Fabulous multitasking producer. Uh, of course, he's uh, going to be on the, the YouTube. If you guys are over there. What's up, YouTube? Uh, I've heard good things. that they're, they're uh, my, my bots are at work <laughs> there in the YouTube chats. I'm like, well, I Carbonated beverages suck to chug. <laughs> Go ahead, man. I, I just I see great. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> have you had coffee or anything to drink just yet, or is this? I have not beverage? had. I've been 
I'm at the in-laws and nobody's awake and I'm trying to be quiet. And so I've done nothing this morning. Here he goes. Is he going to knock it all out, Grant? What do you think? Uh, uh, this is exciting. I should have given him some, some tips. It's fabulous, <sighs> fabulous internet television. Is it done? Is it knocked out? I can't see. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. We're still nursing, I suppose. Yeah, keep keep doing. I'm almost I'm almost there. I'll knock out the promos. Uh, today, uh, Yahoo sponsoring the show. Correlation here. The uh, There's a free roll going down. Two and a, uh, you can have up to 150 lineups today. How do you build 150 lineups? You can use our lineup HQ for Yahoo, which is free today. It's very, very easy. to. Make. I'm incompetent when it comes to, like, technology and things of that sort. It's scary to me. I can figure it out. You can knock out 150 lineups in, like, five minutes. You can make them and export them on the site. It's not difficult at all. The links will be dropped in chat for you guys. I have that. If you're not premium members, check out how Lineup HQ works, specifically uh, for Yahoo. That is free all the way up until, uh, I guess, all day long today, I suppose, even for the late slate as well. Um, yeah, so Lineup HQ Express, it's also free on the RG app today as well. Uh, do want to give the shout-outs to those that are rocking the RG badge. You guys are rock the RG badge. You finish the top 10 of certain contests. You get uh, one month free of RG Premium. Those that have done so, here are the shout-outs. It's JD0432. Ski777, for real, that's what it is. Ski7776er. James Kroom. We got Rando Sparrow. Keith W008. And Dime Stores. That's with a Z if you're scoring at home. All right, knocked out the promos. Check out all the links in chat. We're going to do our best to keep an eye on YouTube chat. I know our Discord is kind of funky right now. It's kind of wonky, so uh, not really sure if that's going to get fixed during the show or not, but uh, we're going to do our best to answer all the YouTube, YouTube questions. And if there are questions being asked throughout the show, uh, Devin, he's going to be compiling those, and we'll answer them at the end because we have a, a full hour, now 55 minutes. Grant, uh, we normally like to say, at least I, I like to say, I don't want to freak out about weather. doesn't scare me too much, but weather has suppressed a lot of the totals today. Uh, the KC line took a hit. A lot of the a lot of lines taking hits. Uh, we have Roth, of course, all over it. And I, we could drop that link in chat as well, too. Maybe I could drop a YouTube chat. I'm not really sure if I have that capability, so I'll see if I can. If not, I'm sure Devin will be all over it. Uh, how much do we care about weather, Grant? Are we freaking out, or it's just like no big deal? Or somewhere in the middle? I mean, I think there's certain ones where we probably need to freak out a little bit. But there's there's everyone gets the assumption that, oh, that this wind is going to crush things. This is... A lot of these stadiums are basically built around, like, a, built in a way where they can suppress wind to a decent degree outside of the just booming downfield 70-yard passes here. So most middle to intermediate to even some longer ball or some longer passes, especially ones coming from guys that have a bit of a rocket arm, are not going to be affected that much. And it's an interesting one where KC is the one where it really bothers me. KC and then Green Bay. Like, the weather is ugly over in uh, New York. It's not really conducive for Aaron Rodgers. He wasn't terribly on my radar, so he's mostly out. Mahomes is the tough one. He can do short and intermediate passes. Everyone says, oh, Tyreek Hill, downfield threat. He's going to be largely limited. But we've seen Tyreek Hill break off 80-yard runs just after the catch. We've seen him do it so many times before. He's great in the open field. He's just absolutely fantastic. But I think it hurts guys more like, Hardman or random other guys that we aren't on at all. We aren't going to use even Sammy Watkins, who does get some intermediate throws and does get some short field passes. A guy that I thought about a little bit earlier on the week, but now I'm mostly ignoring. Like it's those two spots, Jacksonville, a little bit tough. Winston likes to air the ball out, but a lot of his passes are intermediate passes. And so I think it hurts a guy like Godwin a little bit more 
Um, and Jacksonville side, like it hurts Chark, it hurts Conley to a very slight extent, but uh, it doesn't hurt. If anything, it helps D.D. Westbrook. It's still going to be a game that's very high scoring. If anything, this adds a lot of upside to some of these guys where the shorter passes are going to cause them to be throwing the ball more throughout the course of the game, going to be more passing attempts. And so the PPR upside on all these guys is actually higher. So for the most part, outside of a few long, deep threats, it is not going to affect my decision-making process. Yeah, Rothwa, I'm just pulling up his forecast, and I saw it was dropped there in the YouTube chat as well. Uh, we're seeing orange in Jacksonville, currently close to 20-mile-per-hour sustained winds, gust around 30. That's when I it starts getting dicey for me, hence the orange. Uh, Cincinnati, we're seeing 15 to 20-mile-per-hour winds, stronger gusts, that's yellow. Uh, as far as the Giants game, it's currently orange. Orange is scarier than yellow, if you guys are not aware of the color charts. Uh, ugly uh, is basically the description here as far as the Giants. Uh, mixed bag of winter precipitation. Snow will fall before the game, could continue uh, beginning of the game. Uh, Carolina, currently we have 10 to 15 miles per hour sustained winds. Uh, Baltimore, uh, the worst of the rain is going to be gone before the game. That one doesn't seem terribly uh, dicey at all, according to Roth. At least these things, uh, of course, they'll change. He'll be on Twitter as well, follow him on Twitter machine. And like you said, KC, Grant, uh, cold and windy. Uh, I'm just kind of skimming through this. Let's see, 80, 90% of that today as far as, let's see, oh, I, I skipped a sentence. That was my bad. I was trying to save some time, but winds of 15 to 20 mile per hour as well as gusts up to 30, which again, somewhat dicey. Your thoughts on this tunnel before we break it down position by position? Yeah, I think basically the first thing Grant said was actually pretty sharp, pretty sharp in the sense oh. that, you know, we're not dealing with Wrigley Stadium here. Like we're not we're not dealing with Wrigley Field. Like a lot of these stadiums are built where wind is going to have minimal effects. So the biggest thing that we'd worry about with wind games is if we're going to have like a 20 to 30 mile per hour sustained wind throughout, which does not seem to be the case in many of these in these spots. So yeah, I'm, I'm not as concerned. I typically just um, concede any sort of weather takes to betting lines. So yeah. if you see, you know, the, the totals significantly dropping as we near lock in some of these games, then I'll take a little bit note, but a lot of these lines have moved before we knew of any weather issues. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm more on the side of, I'm not going to overreact the game that I'm probably least likely to overreact to is that Kansas city game. Um, when could be a problem obviously for downfield, but in general, I still want to be heavy on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City offense, and, and that's not changing with this forecast that we have. Yeah, I mean, that, that game took a hit as far as a total, but it was it's still the highest total on the board, I believe, like 49 and a half we're looking at. There's nothing too crazy as far as like a 55 or something like that. Uh, yeah, and a lot of it was moving, the line moving against the Raiders too. Turns out the Raiders are bad, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it turns out that. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I hope you're sitting down, Grant. Um, I mean, they're in the playoff race. Well, that doesn't, they have to have a certain number of teams have to like the playoffs and certain teams are in the race too. It doesn't mean there's not like eight good teams in the AFC. That that is most certainly true. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. As far as ownership uh, for the quarterbacks, I'm looking at, you mentioned Mahomes there, Grant, and you know, Mahomes and and LJAX, big shocker at the top as far as ownership percentage projection right now. And, uh, the mid-tier is, is Foles. You know, that, that matchup against Tampa, of course, is, a, is is delightful to some degree. And there is a slight weather concerns there, obviously. Winston Miller's side. You have Goff. Maybe it's a bounce-back game. Don't have to worry about weather in Arizona. And then the defense is perfectly ideal. He's got some good pieces around him. But Goff is kind of 
bad. And then you got the, the rifle. The rock. What's up, Brent? I said, is he? Doff? He's not good. He's not good. Does he have to be, though, is the question. You know? We'll get to that because, in a second. Yeah, we will. Um, but, uh, you know, Tuttle, uh, what are we doing here? I think we have the money. It depends on where you're shopping, obviously. And it's either high or low for me as far as my cash games, most likely. Either like an LJAX or all the way down. He's back. By God. That's Andy Dalton, baby. Season. Is it Dalton season? <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's higher low, like you mentioned. Um, yeah. I-, I think you can make the case, if you did not have concerns about the weather in, in Kansas City, I think you can make the case for Mahomes over Jackson in the spot. Um, but I think Jackson has to be the safer option at this point if you're spending up. And then, like you mentioned, if you are if you're, if you just want to save money, um, I think Dalton is in play at his price tag across the industry. Uh, if you're looking kind of mid-tier, I think a name that's popping a lot in projection systems that people will be scared to play is Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, I've kind of come full circle on him in the sense that he does, you know, Ertz is going to be hobbled, but he is at least getting Alshon and Nelson Aguilar back, uh, which should bode well. And then obviously the matchup is awesome, and it's a game that we don't have to worry about weather. So I've come around on Wentz a little bit. I, I I do think you could actually play Wentz in cash games if you're looking for a mid-tier option. Yeah, I, I think you can. Uh, just the way my builds have worked, it's like either high or low, but I, I'm with you as well. And again, depending on where you're shopping, Wentz is probably, would you agree with this? He's probably best played on FanDuel. Yeah, he's 73 there, uh, a little bit better price tag. I think on like on DraftKings, so if, if we didn't have to worry about weather again in um, the Tampa Bay-Jacksonville game, I would kind of lean Foles over once, but again, we do have to worry about some weather there. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of back on the wince over everybody else in the mid tier range, but uh, price sensitivity wise. Yeah. He makes for a better play on FanDuel. Uh, Dalton is the floor on Yahoo. Our sponsor Yahoo, by the way, uh, Cincinnati stacks are kind of sort of somewhat interesting just because Dalton is the floor. He's 20 bucks. Boyd is $16. Uh, Tate is the floor at 10 and Erickson's the floor at 10. So you can get yourself some really cheap. So if you like that Cincinnati side, you, you, you know, you can get everything else you want. If you just stack up Dalton with a couple of his receivers, basically uh, Grant, what say you as far as, uh, as far as the quarterbacks, how are you attacking it? Um, I mean, the top is great. Mahomes, Jackson, both great, both huge upsides, both 35 point potential games here. Absolutely fantastic. But the mid tier is really where I'm looking at. It's three guys in particular, which I think, uh, Tuttle mentioned virtually everyone. I'm not entirely sure, but we'll start off with Goff. Goff has been horrible. Everyone thinks Goff's a bad quarterback. Might be true, but that's largely irrelevant considering that he's going up against a team that is in the fastest pace of play. They're the second fastest pace of play team. There are going to be a lot of plays in this game. They're probably going to be throwing the ball a lot. They're going up against a terrible defense. And you look at what Goff has done over the last few weeks. Been absolutely dreadful. Baltimore, t- incredibly tough defense. Chicago, incredibly tough defense. Pittsburgh, tough defense. Then he had two good games, Cincinnati Atlanta. Then San Francisco, incredibly tough defense. Seattle had a good game. He's played well against bad teams. And now he's getting a game where it's going to be similar to the Tampa Bay game we had earlier this season where he threw for 500 yards. He's going up against a bad defense, a bad versus a pass, and there's going to be a lot of plays run in this game here. I think Goff absolutely crushes here. And every single one of his wide receivers and his tight end are incredibly low priced considering what their upsides are. We've seen... Cup go for just huge games, bigger than pretty much anyone else this entire season long until the last three weeks. And it's just, it's completely correlated to Goff's bad games because 
his games have been that bad every single time that it's impossible for a wide receiver to do anything. Next, we have Wentz. Tuttle already mentioned it. Everyone is scared of him, but again, another situation where he's gone against some tough defenses. He did terrible last week versus Seattle and still put up 250 yards, and he was without everyone. He was without everyone in his wide receiving court outside of Ertz and Goddard. It was literally just two tight ends, and Pete Carroll can scheme against that. We had New England, which is one of the toughest pass defenses. We had Chicago, which is one of the toughest pass defenses. We had Buffalo, Dallas, all right, uh, but Minnesota. He's had incredibly tough matchups and has been without a lot of his weapons every single week. Now he's getting Aguilar, not great, but still an upgrade and someone he has a connection with. And we have Jeffrey, a very talented wide receiver. Ertz may be hobbled, but he's still in the game. And we have Goddard in there. Earlier on in the season, he was consistently putting up 20-plus points every single time. The first six weeks of the season, he failed to get 19 points once. This is going to be a spot where he crushes versus a terrible Miami defense. Next up, we have Foles. He's a guy that I absolutely love here and another great guy that you can pair with any one of his target or any one of his wide receivers in GBPs. Foles has thrown 47 and 48 passes in the two games he's been back. It is a perfect pass funnel spot against a terrible pass defense, and he actually has some talented wide receivers. Add in the fact that Fournette is a guy that's heavily involved in the passing game here and can do an extensive amount of work. We saw it last week where he had, I think, eight, nine, ten catches, and he can absolutely go off in this spot, especially if the volume's going to be there, especially if they decide not to even bother running and they just get everyone involved. Plus, you can correlate it perfectly with all his cheap wide receivers. Those are the guys I'm looking at. If you really want to go with Dalton, another guy at the beginning of the season who was throwing 40-plus passes and putting up good games, who's incredibly cheap and can easily get you there. Grant, bring in the fire. How about that? Yeah, that's good. I mean, somebody oh, in YouTube yeah. chat said that you just roll out of bed and just wake up and it's like all of a sudden let's head to the show. Yeah, like, you just lit a fire under Grant. That's for sure. <laughs> Grant you got motivated. To yeah. <laughs> it's Dalton, hotel air. They pump. What, what, what they is pump the narrative on Dalton? Into it. <laughs> Where are you at? What, what, you want, are you in parts unknown? Or are, you, are you giving us the city? You're I'm in Manhattan in? Beach, which is not in Manhattan. It's in L.A. Okay. All right. You're such a vagabond. I love it. Yeah. I don't want like I a GPS a location. Um, I went I went through the numbers and I've slept in over a hundred beds in the last four years. This is something you did, huh? Yes. Well, I counted how many different hotels I've been to and then yeah. added Airbnbs. And how many points rent, do you have, man? You must be crushing the points. I don't know. Four million at one point. That seems like a lot of points. It is. Uh, Probably gets you a complimentary breakfast or something. <laughs> yeah, no. After this, I'm going to the omelet bar. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite item to throw in the omelet bar? What's crucial? I'm a, I'm a real basic B. I like just ham and cheese in my omelet. Yeah, not yellow cheese though, right? Fade the yes, yellow cheese. cheese because you're the only person on our earth that doesn't like it. Let's move to running back. Hey, Grant, <laughs> your favorite uh, favorite receiver to pair with the Rams. Um. It depends on site. Over on Yahoo, it's probably going to be Robert Woods. Over on DK, it's probably Cooper Cup. Although, like, on certain sites, Cook is incredibly priced down or incredibly advantageous to play. Um, but, like, it's – Cooper Cup has potential for 40 points. He's only going to be 10% owned on this slate, likely. He should absolutely smash in this spot here. And people just entirely forget what he was doing. He was leading the league in targets prior to Goff deciding to fall off the map. He's been bad for like five or six weeks outside that one trip to London, basically. Yeah, because he's faced five or six incredible defenses. 
Yeah, his North America versus Europe splits are amazing. I'm not sure if you've seen him before. Um, same question for Jacksonville. Favorite receiver in Jacksonville? Uh, with the wind, if you're wanting a safe guy, it's going to be Didi. Yeah. Um, if you want pure upside for raw points, it's Shark. But Conley is honestly probably my favorite guy. Yeah, Westbrook is the the shortest A dot guy. So you think the wind's going to affect the games? So maybe maybe Westbrook gets a couple extra dump offs. Uh, Tuttle, you know what I Conley's getting a ton of targets every single week, and he's a guy with a pretty hefty A dot. And so, like downfield passes, he still hasn't had a crush game because they've been so terrible. But the volumes there, the air yards are there. He should smash here. Yeah, I, my, my thought was, like, maybe it's work, it works against them this week. Like, I'm not saying it is, but if, if it's too windy, maybe they keep the passes a little bit more in the mid-tier, you know, or dump-offs. So, I don't know. Oh, it, don't forget the uh, the Conley to Nick Foles connection back what, from the that, Kansas City days. Is that a yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah that's, they, that's they played thing. together. Yeah, Foles was the backup, and they're, like, they're they're real good buddies now, apparently. Have they done anything else together that we're, we we want to speculate? Or? I, I mean, would assume I, they showered because everyone on an NFL team probably showers with each other. I mean, Con- Conley's gotten targets the last two weeks. If you're in the shower with Foles, like, you feel I just would feel so terrible, terrible about myself. <laughs> I feel like it's just like a weekly conversation we have in the show. <laughs> Tell you anything else as far as quarterbacks? We can talk about them all, but what's the point of that? Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a I'm a little worried about Grant being so bullish on the Rams because they're they're a team that I'm completely all over as well. Uh, just, wow, because we're smart guys, total. Yeah, I mean it's such a good bounce back Modest spot dude. for him. His love for Cup, I love as well. Um, Should have Patrick Peterson in the slot. Yeah, I I'm kind of all in on the Rams as well on the slate. Who's your favorite Ram receiver? I mean, it, price insensitive. It has to be Cup. Um, but otherwise, yeah, Robert Woods. And I guess we'll talk about Higby. It's, it's a thing that the tight ends against uh, Arizona, if you're, it's a flow chart allegedly in the, in the interwebs. I mean, even if it isn't a thing, he's the min price on Yahoo. He's the min price on DraftKings. FanDuel, you can get away from him because he's 5500 and there's yeah. some other decent options, not very more expensive than him. But, yeah, on, on where he's min price on the sites that he's min price, he's, he's in play for sure. Yeah, min price on Yahoo is not the same thing as 2.5K on right. DK. Right, for sure, like, for sure. Um, and like the prices on Fanduel with their tight ends, just it's so condensed and goofy. Yep. Like, there's no payoff. What's the reward for rostering Higby? So, I'll, I'll say, yeah, I'll say Higby is. It's going to come back back to bite me because I've said it all year, but Higby is not a good play on Fanduel. I oh, totally agree. Uh, but people yeah, yeah. will play him because of the flow chart. He'll probably grab a touchdown or two, and <laughs> totally. look like a donkey. <laughs> it's a terrible play. Before, no matter what happens, and you know, we've seen that a million times. It's a terrible play, but. In this one instance, maybe it works out. Uh, who's not a terrible play is CMC against Washington. Um, there's not a lot of, like, great spends-ups today. Tuttle, tell me how, like, why I shouldn't just hit the lock button on CMC. I understand it's football. These are grown men. They're trying to hurt him out there. And, you know, uh, it's you're always one play away. But, I mean, it's – how do we not play CMC? Yeah, so I'm on board with playing CMC, but if I were not on board with playing CMC, I think the main argument would be that Washington is clearly going to play the time of possession battle. And mm-hmm. if they're successful in doing so against Carolina's terrible run defense, then you're looking at very limited play volume for McCaffrey, um, which I think is a reasonable argument against him, especially at his price tag. I would see, I would think it's very hard for him to be. You know, if you're if you're entering these hundred thousand dollar 
entry or hundred thousand person entry tournaments. I w- I can't really envision a way that Christian McCaffrey is going to be in on, on the winning lineup in those. So I think he's a pretty easy fade in large field tournaments. Uh, but even if you want to fade him in, in kind of smaller field tournaments, yeah, I think the argument against him is that, you know, Geis and Peterson have some success on the ground and they basically play keep away from Carolina for the whole game. 14 play drive and ends in a field goal. It's like eight and a half minutes long, like that kind of thing. Yep. Oh, those are the worst. Grant, you have a thought as far as CMC? Like he's good. Like and your cash games, obviously play him. You have a conversation as far as tournaments. CMC? Yeah, you play him. I mean, there's enough value and there's enough medium price guys on the slate where I think he's absolutely in play for tournaments and you just play him. Everyone keeps complaining about it every single week. Like, do we play him? Do we not play him? And it's just not been a scenario where not playing him has ended well. It's been all right sometimes, but the guy is just going to put up 30 plus points and there's a perfect spot here. Like, you're finding reasons not to play him when it's a bad game script, when it's a bad matchup, when it's a bad anything. But when it actually is a good spot, especially with the increased targets that he's been getting and the increased target share he's been getting recently, you just end up playing him versus this Washington team. It's not great. And the game script is perfect for him. You just play him. Uh, Tuttle, cash games. We've had this conversation. I've had this conversation. I imagine you have with your with your secret chat. Um, so pick two of these three running backs as far as uh, if you're going to play your cash game construction. Miles Sanders. Uh, Philip Lindsay or uh, Jonathan Williams, who I'm told is a person. I, I'm fairly certain he's a creative person. I've not seen like visual evidence of his existence. That name is so generic. Um, have you had this conversation for starters, like picking, picking two of those three? Because I had that last night and I don't know. Well, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's Miles Sanders. No, two of the three. Two of the three. Miles Sanders. Um, I'll go Jonathan Williams. Sell me on Jonathan Williams. So I actually got some heat against this because on the swole cast, I basically said, hey, Jordan Wilkins isn't only going to get one snap again this week. Like that's that's not going to happen. Okay. So so Wilkins was recently moved, removed 10 days ago from basically an ankle injury. He was basically used as an emergency only running back in that spot. There is so there's not a chance he will see more than one snap this week, provided he's active, which I assume he will be. Uh, so Wilkins will see more than one snap, which, you know, that's not saying a whole lot. That's not necessarily eating into Jonathan Williams workload. I wouldn't be surprised if Naheem Hines saw less carries. I think he saw nine last week. Um, Williams isn't going to see 26 carries or whatever he saw again last week either, but still Williams is underpriced if he's treated like the featured back that they tr- uh, treated him like last week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Williams probably has a more, a heavier workload than, um, Philip Lindsay, even though supposedly Philip Lindsay's operating as the lead back now. We've seen it somewhat played out in his touch totals for Philip Lindsay, but their offense has been so bad that it's just hasn't generated into a whole lot of production. Well, Drew Luck's going to change things around today, I'm sure, right? Yeah, right. And yeah, that, so yeah. that's that's the other argument against Lindsay there. So if, if you were to take Lindsay over Williams, you're betting on a guy that's probably going to get less touches than Williams, and you're betting on an offense that's just not as good. Uh, which is obviously concerning. So yeah, for for me, it would be Miles Sanders, clear cut option, followed by Jonathan Williams. Yeah, we have point counterpoint because the Colts have no passing threats. There's no T.Y. Hilton. There's no Ebron. Like the Titans know this, and they can they can clog that box up as well. Uh, two minute drill. You know it's going to be Hines. It's not going to be it's not going to be Williams. He was immune to catching footballs, which is of course I you know I just don't like that. I want my running backs to catch the football. 
Uh, of course, he had three targets behind. last week. Oh, okay. Well, how many did he catch of those three targets? <laughs> All three. <laughs> oh, well, but so yeah, he he won't be used as a pass catcher yeah. if they fall behind. Yeah, um, which they probably won't. Like, it's probably not going to be a blowout. Most likely, it's going to be a fairly close game. So, would you play Marlon Mack in this spot if he was fifty three hundred on DraftKings? That's a good question. That's a, that's, you know, that's an because interesting that's, way of looking at it. Essentially, it is what it is. I know Marlon I mean, Mack. I don't know Jonathan Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Marlon Mack is a safer workload. Yes, Jonathan Williams is clearly the lead back, but they do have multiple other guys in the offense that they could potentially use. And Tennessee's been crushing some teams lately. There is a very good chance that they're way ahead, considering they're going up against a indie team that's not great on the offensive end right now. So if they have to throw the ball later on in the game, then Williams probably isn't going to get a significant workload. And there's a lot of different ways where it can go wrong for Williams, whereas Lindsey. He's going up against a not great run defense. He's in a split backfield scenario, but he's close to the top of the league in average yards per carry. He was close to the top of the league in average yards per carry last year. He's a guy that is capable of getting two touchdowns. We talk about Locke being in that offense and how that's going to make things worse. Their offense hasn't been good. It hasn't been good all season long. Phil Lindsay's put up occasional great uh, outings and lock coming into the offense it moved the Vegas line I think four points and that's not warranted at all the fact that the that when Flacco was benched the line moved four points and they ended up winning that game as a dog like it, it I don't think the QB in this scenario really makes that much of a difference because they're all trash and I don't know if Locke's any worse than Flacco or any worse than Allen so it really doesn't matter to me that Locke's coming in there it's a matchup versus a team that plays down to their uh, opponent's level almost every single time every Chargers game is close every single week and they find ways to blow things terribly on a consistent basis they're susceptible to the run Philip Lindsay can be in the, or involved in the passing game here Lindsay is my far preferred guy over Williams yeah uh I, at the uh I don't say it's often but I I think I'm on Grant's side uh Grant <laughs> <here's> an- <laughs> Uh, I'm not here to besmirch Williams. I think he's fine, but uh, I think Williams I, – I prefer Lindsey, and he's slightly cheaper depending on where you're looking. Next question. Um, so one of these three, Fournette – t- you can poke holes in all of them. Uh, Fournette's playing against Tampa, and I'm told you're just not allowed the roster running backs against Tampa because they just lock them down. They're a pass funnel, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Saquon Barkley has been an absolute disaster. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe he's not. I don't know. He's in that weird weather game that like you want to keep an eye on as well. And then you have uh, Lev Bell, who he's got a great matchup, but we've seen his uh, his snap rate has just dipped and dipped and dipped. Like in the last couple of weeks, it's less than 60% for both of them because you got to see what you have in below Powell. Uh, amongst those three grants, uh, Fournette, Bell, Barkley, who do you prefer? Um, Fournette, which is weird to say. Uh, but it's, it's, it's Fournette just because of the pass game work that he's likely to be getting and the fact that they're probably going to run the ball still a little bit and they probably will use him in the red zone. I think that going up against a pass D like that or a rush D like that in the red zone, I and mean, we saw Todd Gurley go for two touchdowns against Tampa Bay earlier on in the year when he only had seven carries, I think, that entire game. They can use Fournette in the red zone. I know that he hasn't gotten a whole lot of touchdowns, but he's going to be heavily involved. They talked about two weeks ago after they didn't give him a significant workload that they were going to get involved, and they were passing him the ball every single play last week versus um, whoever it was. 
I can't even remember who it was, Tennessee. Um, he's going to be involved in the passing game. He's going to be involved in the running game. He's the bell cow in that offense. He's going to get yards. He's going to get catches. He's going to get everything. So I think he's my preference. Bell just has been great all season long. Yes, the matchup is perfect. I have no problem with playing him, but like I just prefer Fournette and Barkley. It's been so tough. Like just playing him on a weekend, we got a base. He absolutely has the talent, but there could still be a nagging injury there that is keeping him from really doing too much. So Barkley has the most question marks, but all three of them are fine. I'm not overly in love with any of them, but my favorite of the bunch is Fournette. I'm just working down the ownership, by the way, as far as the lineup HQ. And uh, we've named every single running back that's projected to have double digits as far as the ownership percentage. Tuttle, uh, chime in on this as far as Fournette, Bell versus Barkley. Yeah, I think that's Fournette pretty easily. Um, so I think I. Bar- Barkley's tempting. Uh, and I, I, I tried to jump the gun last week and, and roster him. It did not work out very well. Obviously a much better on paper matchup this week than last week against the bears defense, but uh, I'll have some exposure to Barkley, but I think of those three in cash games, it's a hundred percent for and it's pretty easy. So give me somebody off the board titles, uh, less than 10%. Uh, your boy, Aaron Jones against the giants. Uh, Jacobs, if you trust, he gets the workload against Kansas City, assuming they don't fall behind by a ton. He's, he's certainly interesting as well. I, I don't want to call it a three-headed monster there in KC as far as their run game, but, you know, McCoy maybe separates himself from from Williams and Thompson, but maybe just those guys get like it's 40-30-30 as far as their snap count. I don't know if I want to mess with any of that. Uh, you got anybody off the board as far as your less than 10% own running backs you like? Yeah, Aaron Jones is somebody that I wrote up in my uh, core leverage article this week. Uh, he's a guy that, I mean, he's, he's had spiked weeks. He's, he's had high highs. He's had low lows. Um, but he's a guy that we've seen him top 44 DraftKings points before with Jonathan Williams active. He got a little, little coach speak after last week as well with LaFleur saying, Hey, we need to get this guy the ball a little bit more often. Um, so he's a guy, the matchup's fine for him. We think that the teams will probably lean a little bit more run heavy, uh, provided the the environment or the the weather situation that we have going on there. So yeah, Aaron Jones is a guy that I like at his price take in certain spots. DraftKings C6800, I think he's a good play there. Uh, FanDuel, his ownership will be even lower just because his, his price tag is up at 8K, which is a little bit more difficult to justify even in, in tournaments. Uh, the other guy that I'll mention is kind of a... a kind of off the board play that I, I, I think I like quite a bit actually is uh, Todd Gurley. Nope. Well, Todd Gurley is one of them. Uh, Todd Gurley. I do like as well. I, I like pretty much everybody in this, that Rams offense in uh, and, and Gurley's defense. I'll, I'll make his defense first. Gurley's defense. He's a guy, even in last week's bloat, he's on the field for like 95% of the snaps. I think it was 50 of 52 snaps last week. Uh, we saw at the beginning of the season, Malcolm Brown was, you you know, being on the field for 40% of the snaps or something like that. That hasn't been the case lately. So if, if we assume Gurley's going to be on the field for even 80% plus of the snaps for that Rams offense in a game that we expect to be one of the fastest paced games of the, of the week, he's a really, really good play, especially at his price tag. So yeah, I do like Gurley quite a bit. The guy that I was going to mention that will be even lower owned than Gurley, I would imagine. I don't know what we have uh, for ownership here is uh yeah, we have Gurley at uh, 6% on DraftKings. And the guy that I like is Tevin Coleman at 3%. Um, nobody's going to have him. Obviously, the matchup's not the greatest against Baltimore. But this, the fact is, actually, Baltimore is a little bit weaker against the run. Uh, their secondary is extremely, extremely good now. Uh, we've seen the the 49ers have tremendous success on the ground before. This is another spot where it would make sense for them to exploit their 
uh, their strengths on the ground against Baltimore's defense. Uh, they rank Baltimore's defense ranks uh, 24th in rush defense DVOA. Uh, Tevin Coleman uh, still has Matt Breedow, out. Rohe Mostert will still get some action. But this is a spot where we could easily see, you know, a 20-touch game from uh, Coleman. Uh, he has the goal line work as well. So, yeah, Coleman at potential tw- potentially 20 touches, some involvement as a pass catcher. Uh, I think he makes for a really good tournament option. I think you said Jonathan Williams. You were talking about uh, the Packers. Of course, you met Jamal Williams. And if, uh, if yep. Aaron Jones doesn't get there, it feels like Jamal might get there. Like, one of those guys is going to get there. Yeah, he's I, he on the uh, Derek Hardy's the blitz. I think Jonathan or Jamal Williams is actually one of the the higher uh, value plays on the slate. All right, Grant, uh, feel free to go off the board. Who have we talked? Like Henry's been absolutely smashing, just crushing, and we're just going to ignore him again this week. Is that is that what's happening? He's in play, but he's going to get about the ownership that he should. I'm fine with playing him. I'm fine with fading him. He's Derrick Henry. He can go off for a lot of yards, go off for touchdowns, but he's likely not to be too involved in the passing game working. He's right at the same price tag as Bell, as Fournette, as Barkley, who are all incredibly used in the passing game on a consistent basis for the most part. If you want to go off the board, I've got – I'll just give you three guys. First, there's Melvin Gordon. Um, I don't like it. Everyone doesn't like it, but he <laughs> is – very involved in this offense now since he's come back. He had those horrible first four games where he didn't do anything. But this is a guy that has a propensity to getting into the end zone. He has four touchdowns over the last four weeks, and he could potentially be in for more work in this game if Locke is bad and they are forced to run the ball later on in the game. Because he's had tough matchups going up against Oakland, which is very good run D. Kansas City, which it's tough, just a tough matchup overall. Green Bay, not that bad, but he did go for 25 points twice in the last three weeks, and we could potentially see it again. We haven't seen his price tag at 6-4 in prior years, and so this is a spot where I think he could actually do something. He's not going to have any ownership at all because everyone thinks he's dust. Next up, we have Ronald Jones going up against the worst run D potentially in the entire league. I was checking this out earlier. There are three teams that have allowed over five yards of carry. Jacksonville has allowed 5.4 yards per carry. They're giving up 142 yards per game. They're going to have 15 touchdowns, all near the top of the league. And mostly it's game script, I think, and lack of ability to shut down. Uh, or most of the guys up near the top are Kansas City. Like, they're bad against the run, and but they have a offense that can score a boatload of points. And the Panthers, who just shut down opposing wide receivers and shut down opposing passing offenses often. And the Bengals, who are always playing from behind. Jacksonville is the one team that is not great at, in the receiving game, but they have a horrible, horrible run defense. So I think that they're going to struggle to make some tackles going up against him. I think Ronald Jones is a potential for a massive game here. and He's going to go largely overlooked. And if he gets 15 touches in this game, which is not out of the realm of possibility, is absolutely a thing that could happen, especially if they're blowing him out later on in the game. So he's a guy at 5.1K that I really like. And if you want an incredibly off-the-board play um, – Maybe Chase Edmonds gets involved in this offense. We haven't really been able to figure out Arizona wide or running backs all year. He's coming back into the fold. He should be active here, and everyone's going to think that it's Kenyon Drake. Um, but with how involved Edmonds is was before Drake went off or before Drake got there and before he got injured. We David could Johnson died. David Johnson died oh. a long time ago. Oh, it's so sad. But even when David Johnson was playing – we remember what happened against the Giants where he went off 38 points. He can be involved in the receiving game. They can split him out wide. They can run two running back backfields. They don't want to use David Johnson, and they potentially and they use Chase Edmonds a little bit. 
prior. They could be using him in the red zone, considering he's been very good at getting touchdowns pretty much all season long. I don't see him getting more than 1% ownership, and he's one of the few guys on the slate at under 5K that has the potential for a 25-point game if they do use him in this matchup enough. The way you built that up, I thought when you said like a really off-the-board play, I was waiting for a Jay Ajayi take. Uh, 3K on DK specific. Uh, I mean, you probably you could sell the narrative that if they're up by two or three touchdowns or something like that, which is certainly possible against Miami. They wanted to give him the same amount of carries last week. I don't hate it. It's not the they're worst. Behind. The world. They're behind. He's not. He's not going to catch the ball. So, like, yeah, if they were up by two or three touchdowns in New England, he might have got the ball much more. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a leverage play. It's a game script play. It's a matchup play. It's a cheap play. Revenge Everything, play? huh? Revenge play. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, so everything kind of points towards what you're saying is being correct. Um, but you said it, so it must not be. It also might be a terrible play. We, we should, we should not ignore that part. <laughs> Look at three K, you know what you're getting, which is anything literally yeah. zero to 15 to 20. Uh, let's bring in uh, receivers. We got to move on. We're behind some Allen time. Uh, Tuttle, the most popular guy, according to our ownership percentage right now, is Devontae Adams. That game, of course, is dicey to some degree. I'm not really sure if I'm ready to panic just yet, but that matchup against the Giants is obviously supreme. And we're missing some top receivers as well, too, on this slate because they played on Thanksgiving and things of that sort. So, uh, of course, the Tampa guys are out there versus Jacksonville, not as scary as they used to be as far as their name brand. Um, yeah, let's, let's start at the top. where We got Devontae, Tuttle. Are we afraid of that weather? Or we're just going to play Devontae because, like, he's great. He's going to get all the volume in the world because he's the only receiver you can trust in Green Bay. A little bit scared of the weather, but, again, he's really cheap in some places, way too cheap for what he is. Um, and I, I will say I'm sorry we're running behind. I, I assume it's because it took me, like, ten minutes to chug it truly. But, Did you uh, finish, just for the record? I, I, fi- I finished. I finished, but it took a while. Um, but yeah, Devonte Adams, like a DraftKings, he's seven K. That's that's cheap, man. That's even with this weather, it's it's a little bit difficult to pass him up. Um, another guy that's cheap on DraftKings specifically, Mike Evans, is only sixty nine hundred. Um, it's his week, right? They they just alternate weeks, but he's another guy that has potential weather issues as well. So I, I actually think it's a really interesting week in terms of wide receivers because I think a lot of it just depends on which site you're playing on. I think you're I think you're playing the pricing game a lot more this week than we have in previous weeks where we just see a guy as an obvious just an obvious smash play and we kind of just put him into our lineups. Whereas I think we're gonna be a little bit more price sensitive with, with some receivers this week. Um so like on DraftKings, I think a guy well, I guess this is a guy that isn't overly sexy, but he's a guy that I think is in play across the industry because Shepard. he's cheap. Uh, Russell Shepard's one of them, but he has the he kind of has the the problem with the weather as well. He will run shorter routes, which should affect him. The weather should affect him a little less. Uh, but a guy that's a, a tiny bit more expensive, pretty much same profile as Shepard, would be Tyler Boyd. Um, again, we kind of like Andy Dalton a little bit as a potential potential cash game option. If you just go back and look at Tyler Boyd's game logs when Andy Dalton was under center, um, first eight weeks of the season, I mean, I'll just list them off real quick here. 12, 10, 11, 6, 14, 7, 14, 9. Like he's, he's a guy that's going to get a ton of targets um, with, with uh, Dalton back under center. It's a more capable uh, quarterback under center. So, yeah, I, I actually like Tyler Boyd quite a bit, which feels a little bit weird to say just because of how poor the, the Bengals offense has been. 
I know you said Russell. The people know you meant uh, you didn't mean Russell Shepard. You're not playing him, obviously. Oh my but, gosh, am I, am I, it's the truly man. Am I screwing up more, <laughs> you more games over here this morning? I, I'm sure you were drunk at 10 a.m. I don't know what time zone you're in. Did I did I actually say Russell Shepard? Yeah. yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I don't even know who the hell Russell Shepard is. He was in the Giants. He's he, on IR. I yeah, he's also on the same team. He's also yeah. So somebody might click. There's a big IR next to him, so they should know he's not. He's not going to play. Or no. I, yeah, I don't. Geez, wow, that's bad. So that's I bad put out guys. a tweet every single week, and it says like week thirteen hot takes go. And Rich Rebar, the great Rich Rebar, he, he responded, and his hot take is that uh, Alex Erickson is the Bengals wide receiver to have the most points. And I'm like, no, we're all playing Tyler Boyd. But uh, there you go. That's a hot take for what it's worth. Rebar, really sharp guy. Uh, jump in here, Grant. Give your takes as far as receivers. We do kind of have to pick up the pace, obviously. Uh, Parker for Miami and play to some degree on the comeback. We talked about Cup already to some degree. Uh, Shepard, assuming that weather's perfectly fine. He's like the last man standing for the Giants. DJ Moore is really, really good. The price is up and the matchup's good, but there is some also. Is that another weather game? Is, the, is Carolina, is there a win there too? I'm, I'm no, the, oh, no, that not, one's fine, not right? enough to worry it. Okay, uh, j- jump in here. Who have we not talked about just yet, Grant? All right, so I've already kind of talked about, alluded to him. Jacksonville wide receivers, all of them very much in play. Chark, Conley, Didi, all fantastic plays. All have massive upside. Should be a lot of passes thrown in that game and it's up against the worst defense. Plus, they're all priced right or priced cheaply. Rams, we got Cup, who legitimately has the highest upside of any wide receiver on the slate, arguably. And we've got Woods. Guy heavily involved in the offense, too cheap at 5.5K just because of what's happened recently, and people still aren't going to play him. Then we got Cooks. Go ahead if you want, but I prefer the other two. Jacksonville, Conley, Westbrook, I already said it. On um, Cincinnati, all three of them are in play. All three of them are GPP flyers. All three of them have massive upside. Dalton's going to throw the ball 45 times, which potentially happened this game. Outside of them, we already mentioned Shepard. Absolutely love him. He's going to get a high volume of targets. He still has some touchdown upside. We've seen this multiple times over the last few years where he's the only guy in the offense or Ingram's the only guy in the offense. Granted, it was under Eli Manning, but it's still going to be a similar offense with Daniel Jones here where they're going to be passing the ball to him often. The game script probably calls for them to be passing the ball a decent amount. I don't care about the weather because he does do short ADOT. Uh, he does have a low ADOT, and he will get just a high volume. Outside of them, Jeffrey, I, the matchup against Miami – he hasn't done great for most of the season, but he actually has some decent outings. And he's priced cheap enough where he has all the upside in the world of that price tag. Outside of them, if you want some off-the-board guys, I really don't have any other ones. I mean, most of the guys, as I mentioned, I guess, are going to be sub-10% ownership. But I, I that, that's where I'm, I'm mostly concentrating my ownership in wide receivers between three teams. And if you want to go with – Add in the Giants if you don't think Shepard's going to be in for a big day. We've seen Slate go off for a few big games. He had 14 targets a few weeks ago. He's a guy that is going to be forced to get – it's it's Slayton, it's Shepard, and it's Barkley in a matchup where they're probably going to be throwing a ball a decent amount. One of these guys has to go for a big game. It's just like unless some random unknown or if they if Jones magically turns into Jared Goff against good defenses – and one of these guys is going to go off, but like I'm concentrating almost all my ownership on three teams for wide receiver. Uh, sponsor site Yahoo, of course, includes the late game. Edelman at 22 bucks is pretty reasonable. I like that a good bit. Uh, Woods is kind of cheap over there as well, too, for 16 bucks. You can get, I don't really love it in the offense as far as the pass offense or just in general, but pa- uh, Pascal's 10 bucks. He's still minimum for what it's worth. Um, Gross. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, like he's ten bucks. I'm just like, I'm looking for guys that are, you know we live in a world of salary cap. We gotta yeah, get that Pascal min price. Yeah, you you eat that up. I think on on Yahoo. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the floor, right? And he's their I guess he's their number one receiver by default. But I'm not sure if he mentioned this name, but uh, I want an official Christian Kirk take. Tuttle, you have that, or does Grant have that? Who's got it for me? I got one for you. Okay. Because he was a guy that I actually had tagged as a cash game option at the beginning of the week when I did my initial run on things. I've soured on him a tiny bit. Um, we kind of had the the Kyler Murray threat, which is kind of when I pulled the tag, um, but I haven't given it back to him. So Kyler Murray supposedly is, is okay. He's supposedly fine. was just a tight hamstring, but expected to be a full goal, no limitation. So that helps him out a little bit. But if you're the whole matchups matter crowd, then obviously the matchup isn't the, – the individual matchup isn't the greatest. You'll probably get a lot of Jalen Ramsey with Larry Fitzgerald running the majority of his routes in the slot. So – I think he's a good option as a game stack. I think he probably has too wide of a range of outcomes for cash games. We want a little bit more narrow of a distribution for cash games. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of my take. I, I think he's still a fine tournament option, but in cash games, I'm kind of shying away. But he's also, like, one a week. Like, if you didn't have him in cash games a couple weeks ago, like, forget it. So, yeah. Yeah, but that I, was I, I, he, I mean, that was yeah. against Tampa Bay. Extreme, yeah. extreme chalk that week, too. Yeah, um, but yeah, that, that's basically where I'm at too. And like, I was thinking, like, if there's one guy, if I can, if Biff can hook me up with the Almanac today, if there's one guy I want to see, like their official stats, uh, Kirk is one of those guys. I really, I'd love to see what Kirk has. Uh, let's move on, talk about some tight ends. We got a 12 minutes before you know, we step aside and get out of here. We want to save some time for questions. Uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. And Devin's going to go ahead and pull those questions and throw them to me. And we'll knock out as many as possible before we step aside and make way for the premium shows. I have it on authority, by the way. Britt apparently lost a bet. And uh, he will be wearing some Disney uh, ears, apparently, or some Disney garb oh! of some sort during that show. So uh, that doesn't figure... sound like a lost bet for him. Yeah, I'm so... sorry. That sounds like just like a normal Sunday dressing He's up with his, with his fiance. <laughs> It'll match his Disney boxers for sure. Um, so tight ends, we mentioned it before again, depending on where you're shopping. But Higby is just, you know, he's the tight end for the Rams now. He's elevated because Everett's out, obviously. He's not good, but like he's a tight end, and he's going to be facing Arizona, and he's 2.5k. Doyle also gets elevated to some degree in Indianapolis without uh, 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 Ebron. Ebron's gone as well, too. Um, then there's Waller and there's Kelsey and there's, you know, Goddard. We, we mentioned before as far as Ertz, and we're not officially sure Ertz is going to play for what it's worth. He's going to give it a go an hour and a half before games, actives and inactives. Uh, he basically said he's going to try. He'll warm up. We'll see what happens. But if he doesn't go, I suppose Goddard gets a little bit more, uh, you know, interesting. He's still playable nonetheless. They do, they do run some 2 10 in sets. Uh, quickly, Grant, your take as far as tight ends. Up at the top or up at the bottom, I guess. Top for ownership. Higby and Doyle are both fine. Like both should see enough volume. Both are cheap. I'm fine with that. Goddard, I don't care if it's plays or not. He's still hampered by a hamstring injury. It's not a great injury to have, and it's a good matchup going up against the Dolphins here. Really like Goddard. Um, he's 4.1K. I think he's great. Caden Smith is fine. Like Kittle huge upside any given matchup at 6.1k the two guys that i'm looking at that i think are going to get largely less ownership than they should it's going to be waller who's going up against kansas city who gives up a massive volume of uh targets to opposing tight ends and waller is the guy in that offense 
with the rain, with everything, with all the bad weather there, I think that he is likely to be more involved than he already would have been. And it's already a great matchup here. So 5.5K, he's going to be way less owned than he actually should be. And then Hunter Henry, a guy that's been fantastic all season long going up against Denver. Not the greatest matchup in the world, and obviously they're a good defense, but I still think Henry ends up getting a decent amount of volume here. He's going to go almost entirely overlooked. Really like Henry. And then last guy is going to be Noah Fant guy that has frustrated me all season long I actually had one good game and that just kept me going but he's now getting a rookie quarterback who's probably going to rely on him pretty heavily especially since Sutton in all likelihood is going to be shut down by Hayward everyone's expecting Sutton to get more volume but it's not an easy matchup Hayward's one of the best cornerbacks in the entire league there so who are they going to throw to it's likely going to be Fant a guy that is got some talent and Locke being a rookie quarterback, they almost always rely on tight ends in their first start or the first few starts because it's just an easy out. And fans, a guy that can get a large volume of targets, he just got 11 two weeks ago. Whether he converts too many of them is still up in the air, but he's 3.7K when a lot of guys are going to be going down to Doyle or going down to Higby. He's going to be almost entirely overlooked only for 1.2K more than Higby, the ultra chalk. Tuttle, tight ends. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with Waller here. I think Waller's an excellent play. Um, and especially somebody that I want to bring back with those Kansas City game stacks uh, if you go on that route. I think kind of an interesting or unique line of construction you could go if you're doing a game stack there is you, I think it's legitimately an option to flex a tight end if you're flexing or if you're stacking that Kansas City game. Um, that's going to lead to extremely low or unique you know, line of construction if you do flex a tight end. But you're not giving up a ton of upside with those options either, which is kind of what you don't want to do when you're when you're flexing. Uh, we've seen 130-yard games out of Waller before. We've seen monster games up Travis, Travis Kelsey before. So, yeah, th- both those guys are uh, guys that I'm fine flexing out uh, as part of the game stacks. Everybody else, I think Grant is is some – or our play, guys that Grant has mentioned, I don't think I have a whole lot to add trying to scroll through a game through names and see if anyone pops up. But I think Grant pretty much mentioned, you know, Higby, we talked about at the top of the show where he's min price, really good option. Jack, you playing them in cash on DK, I assume. Yeah. I I think you do on DraftKings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everywhere else. I don't think you necessarily have to, uh, but I think a DK makes a lot of sense. Uh, Do want to mention, of course, once again, that we'll have Devin go ahead and drop the link in the chat for you guys. As far as what's going down with the free roll today on Yahoo. uh, It's, a free roll, everybody can join, but it's made, it's built for 100,000 spots. Uh, currently, almost 74,000 have been claimed. So it's possible the free roll can sell out, if that's the right term. So you want to jump in there. And, of course, you can roster up to 150 lineups. You can build them through uh, lineup, lineup HQ, which is free today on Yahoo for, for RG. Uh, make 150 lineups. You can import them, export them. Do that all in uh, five, five, ten minutes, depending on how long you want it to take and how many adjustments you want to make as far as uh, the projections and things of that sort. Go ahead and uh, hit that up as well. Uh, other contests on Yahoo, I believe. I was looking earlier as far as the baller. Oh, is somebody's phone going off? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, the baller, the main contest here at Yahoo, 200K to jump in there. Was it your is, phone? No, I'm actually, I, I'm a professional. Not I have it today. <laughs> 200K total prize pool, uh, 20K at top, flat payout, $10 to jump in there. Still uh, looks like about uh, 4,000 spots waiting to be claimed. Uh, give me your favorite correlation play uh, today, Grant, and then Tuttle, you answer that, and we'll do some questions. Favorite correlation play is probably Big Dick Nick and one of his wide receivers. Oh, which one? Um, I'm going to go with Conley as the off-the-board guy. Tuttle? I'm actually kind of surprised that, that Grant left me the Rams. 
I, I thought for sure he was going to go with the Rams. I think, I think you go with the late slate hammer or the late game hammer in this one. I think you're either stacking that, that Rams game or the Chiefs game and kind of avoiding most of the weather issues. Do you run it back with Kirk? Um, you can do Kirk. Kenyon, I didn't talk about Kenyon Drake. Uh, Drake Grant kind of did. He mentioned Chase Edmonds might be seeing an expanded role. I think that hesitancy will lead to lower ownership on Drake, where I'm not extremely confident he's going to see the workload that he saw last week. Um, but if he does, then he's just an absolutely awesome player. All right, questions. Grant, you're batting first. Uh, can you play Dalton in cash? You can. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, Tuttle, I think you can. It depends. It probably depends on what site you're on. It doesn't say, uh, it doesn't specify site, but uh, yeah, probably more on FanDuel. Yeah, it's, it's not the worst thing in the world. I, I think it's in play if that's the lineup construction you prefer. Tuttle, can you pair Locke and Sutton? Sutton's really good, but the problem is you've got Locke throwing <laughs> balls to him. Uh, it's not something I'm, you can do it. It's not something I'm doing. He's got Hayward defense. People are overlooking that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's also going to, you know, he's, he's, he's done well with a bad quarterback. You know, he's done, he's like a legit talent. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, Grant Higby versus Griffin. I guess that's the get off of the Higby chalk. I mean, I'm, I'd still go Higby. Uh, Tuttle Foles or Wentz former teammates. Yeah. I kind of mentioned this one a little bit at the beginning. I'm siding Wentz now. If, if you have a read on the game and you don't think weather's going to be an issue at all for the passing game in Jacksonville, then it's, it's falls for me. Uh, but otherwise it's wins. Grant, you got Kyler or Darnold? We, have, we did not talk about it at all. We didn't talk about Sam, but he has put up 34 points in each of his matchups going in a matchup where he could potentially get some rushing yards. People forget they have a little bit of a rushing side now that his uh, spleen isn't about ready to explode. Cincinnati <laughs> has been one of the worst teams in the league versus running rushing tight end or rushing quarterbacks. And like if they have something to prove, so they're probably going to be chucking the ball later on in the game, even if they are up and they have like, I, we didn't mention Robbie Anderson either, but I like him too. Uh, Tuttle, I think I know where you're going with this one. Coleman versus Snell. Say that again. <laughs> Coleman versus Snell. You like Coleman, correct? Yeah, Col- Col- I was, okay. I thought you said Palmer at first and then you said Snell and I'm like, why are we thinking about playing Snell? Um, so yeah, that's Coleman. Uh, Grant, you got uh, Davis versus Tate. That's uh, Auden Tate, uh, and uh, Davis, a receiver for Tennessee. Tate. Not sure what site we're talking about here, Tuttle. It's just his favorite value. Play. Yeah, just it, make your questions easier. Just tell us what site you're on. <laughs> make sure you give us your season-long questions. We, we appreciate <laughs> This isn't a season-long question. Miles Sanders. 4.5 and under. Uh, 4.5 and under? Um, yeah. I assume that's DraftKings. I assume that's DraftKings. We yeah. wouldn't be picking men. Ronald Jones. He's not 4.5. He's not under 4.5. Is it? Chris, oh, Chris Conley is 4.5. I got, oh, I got on, dyslexic. Grant. I got dyslexic. I was thinking 5.4. Uh, I mean, if we're, we're Tyler Higby, right? 2.5. Oh, gosh, guys. Uh, what? Oh, is. All right. I read that wrong. I thought I said Kyler Murray is not expected to play. It says is expected to play. I thought Grant just orgasmed is what, is what I thought just <laughs> happened, if, if we're being honest. Good thing his webcam is where it's at. Uh, that's Sorry, yeah, it got a little bit musty on the red, what, what game after that. Um, so we didn't talk about Tyreek at all, but like Tyreek Hill versus Cup Tuttle, like Tyreek, are people just not going to play him? Like he could one play justifies that roster spot. Cup is 1.8K less. 
Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't. You you can't play Tyreek on DraftKings. You can on DraftKings, but you're gonna be. He's like, still in place. You, you can do it. Like he can put up fifty points. <laughs> like you, you can, can definitely but do it. That price tag is so rough on DraftKings. On on the other sites where there's a little bit less of a gap, I think. Yeah, he's he's definitely in play. Grant, uh, pick one of the Williams, Jamal or Jonathan. Jonathan. You didn't say anything on this title. Ajayi, you have an Ajayi thought, or it's not wave? Yeah, I'm good on that one. Okay. Uh, Will Ramsey shadow Kirk? We think that's going to happen, right? And does that make uh, Isabella more interesting? Is it a bit? Is, is he getting more run? He's just he's still not getting on the field, right? Unless I'm missing something. Like, yeah, no, that that third receiver spot for Arizona is still just a mess. It's just an absolute mess. I mean, maybe they throw th- Chase Edmonds in the slot. It's going to be Isabella's season it's next possible. year when, when Fitzgerald retires. Maybe it's, it's been Keish, it's been Keyshawn as the guy that's been getting the most snaps and actual targets, but that's uh that's sketch. Grant Adams versus Cup. Uh, this is DK Cup. specific. Oh, actually, sorry, he said Cup already, so I'm I'm going to go back. I just pulled up Week 11. Um, so they Week 11, Arizona ran 42 pass plays. So this is how the wide receiver three broke down. <laughs> And Farrow Cooper led the way with 16 sure. routes run. Andy Isabella saw 14. Keyshawn Johnson saw 13. That's that's a disaster. A mess. You don't want it. Hey, we got to go. We got to step aside, but we didn't talk defenses. So give me your favorite defense, Grant. Oh, gosh. I've been crushing these recently. I think this is the week where I stopped crushing him. Um, favorite defense, I want to go cheap. So I am going to go with the – I don't want to say the Browns are the most truck. I'm going to go with the Broncos. Yeah, I like the Chargers on the other side of that game, too. And I, if it makes it work and that game is messy enough, I don't hate the Giants just because of the salary cap reasons. I, I don't want to play the Giants, to be clear, but they're cheap. Tuttle, give me a defense. You took it. I mean, that was going to be I – don't, I don't think I'm playing them, but if, you're, if you want to go extremely cheap and not play the kind of the obvious defenses against bad teams, then, yeah, Giants at 1,900 on DraftKings I think is interesting. Yeah, I think they're at three K and Fanduel as well too, and they're cheap on Yahoo. But you don't have to do that on Yahoo because it's only a couple dollars more for decent. Someone in chat mentioned that you made it sound like you said like Wiki Eleven when you said Week Eleven. You kind of make it into like Wikipedia. Great, D Train's gonna kick us off the show. We gotta go. We're up against the clock. That's fine. He can kick us off the show. It's a nice anecdote, but (laughs) he's he's Grant. He's Tuttle. I'm Dean. Enjoy your football. Stay tuned for the premium shows again. Thank you to Yahoo. Join the uh, join the free roll. Uh, the link's gonna be dropped in chat for you guys. We're out of here. Holler. Thank you.